Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 15, East. And here we are, the eyes of a nation. Everyone is on edge right now. Either they want their favorite dirty bastard, Daryl, alive, or they want him dead. Who knows? But right now, we're all... Or I'm really affected by the end of that episode. Excellent end part, great. I love the way it was edited together and putting us in the cliffhanger into next week, which is our season finale, and then finally showing us that promo that a lot of people have already seen that actually shows us Negan in the promo for next week. But another fun episode of The Walking Dead. I enjoyed it a great deal. I enjoyed getting to see Morgan be a complete horse's ass and talk a lot of shit. But I'm not alone. I have with me Joe Dirtylocks and Katie Crow. How are you? friends doing this evening. Good to see you. Ooh. And also, not just us, we also have our good friends in the motherfucking issues chat room that's out there too. Welcome to all of our friends, Richie Ducronic, Sam, Tim, uh, Timo, Terrachan, Brown Sugar. All of our good friends are in the chat room. We're going to talk about this episode. This is your first time joining us. Please jump in that live chat room, share your thoughts of what you thought of this episode of The Walking Dead and what you think of this season in general and what you're hoping to see in the season finale. Or if you're checking this out anytime during the week, jump in the comment section and share your thoughts there as well. You can also call in at times here. I will tell you when the phone lines are open, but you can always leave a message at 781-990-8509. Email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com or tweet me at igotissuesman. Those are all the fun ways you can join me right away way if you want to join in the fun and I meant to do this a second ago but where is all these fun people you want to see the issues the motherfucking issues chat here they are right now in the chat talking all of our good friends bam 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 you can see that join us live if you're watching this at a later time jump in check it out right after the episode if you can and get into the chat and share your thoughts with these awesome fucking people so thank you so much and we're here this week to talk about this episode of The Walking Dead Joe Katie, what did you guys think of this episode of The Walking Dead? Oh my goodness. None of these people learn anything from their past experiences. (laughs) I got nothing good to say about this episode, Phil. Honestly, I thought it was awful. I thought it was shit. I thought it was crap. I thought, wow, so a grown adult is. Could you guys turn up a little bit? Just a little bit, master volume, just up a little bit. But but okay, so Joe and Katie are very bullishly negative on this episode. So this is this yeah, should I this should be a fun night. This should be a Terry chances. Terry Chan is with you guys. Terry Chan says, "Can we not talk about The Walking Dead tonight?" Oh my yeah. gosh. Sam says, "I didn't I just, like it either." A lot of people seem to be with you uh, guys that you did not like this episode. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the reasons why I enjoyed parts of it. It wasn't my favorite episode of the se- of the season by any means. I liked last week's was, a lot better, but uh, this I definitely had a few moments. All time. What was that? Least favorite episode of Wow, least? The worst episode of The Walking Dead, in my opinion. Oh, my goodness. I I just felt like, I just felt like, how many times can, can these people do the same things to them fucking well we'll get we'll get into it chris i'm i'm with you Uh, chris ryan says i enjoyed it i disagree with you guys i enjoyed it as well just to be just to be clear don't group me in with them i actually had a good time with this episode now don't get me wrong even the worst episode of the walking dead is still better than most tv out there yeah that's that's an easy that's an easy excuse to excuse your opinion be strong about it if you didn't like the episode this is still this is still i didn't enjoy this episode as much as any other episode 
Um, I would be very hard pressed to find an episode on a rewatch that I like more, that I dislike more than this. Very interesting. I think you're. I think you're. I think you're living in denial of how bad parts of season two were, Joe. Well, what, at the farm. Yeah, I, I, would, I would. The worst thing about season two at the worst thing about season two at the farm. Uh, one second, Joe. Could you turn Katie up a little bit? Yeah, turn Katie up a little bit. But, but yeah, I don't want to talk too much about season two. We'll get into everything about this episode that Joe and Katie hated, and some of the stuff I liked. It's gonna be a fun night. Oh, we do. Uh, oh gosh, someone wants to hear it, so it's early in the evening. I want to play you guys a very special song sent to me today. But uh, so maybe it's my turn, Joe. I think it's my turn, Joe. Shut up, Phil. So yes, I need to, I need to shut the fuck up too. So perhaps I I am wrong. I just want to be fair and just to, just to be clear. Of course, we we. I'm shutting up too. I can shut up Phil too. So yeah, maybe, maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe, but we'll we'll get into this. So we'll get a, let's get right into this episode because there's a lot to go through. Someone says, "Ooh, that sounds like some baby making music." Oh yeah, it yeah, does. That sounded like not necessarily baby making music, but like leave the spunk on the sheets music. Oh, welcome, Big Cab. Welcome. Oh my God. Okay, I will. Smooth jazz. Smooth fucking jazz, everybody. Okay, so so I do think, for whatever it's worth, if we want to get this out of the way, I think there isn't any question. Daryl is all right. Daryl did not die in this situation. It's a it's a blood splatter uh, for I don't know where the blood came from. The blood came from the editor after the fact and just could put put a blood splat wipe right there. But I don't think Daryl's said he's gonna be okay. And I I believe that was Dwight's voice. I thought that sounded like Daryl's voice. No, it was Dwight. It was Dwight. Yeah, I heard them say that after the show. No, I was yeah. watching. I was watching subtitles, and it sounded subtitles like said Dwight. Yeah, it sounded it said yeah. Dwight. It sounded like Daryl to me, but either way, I just as far as the cliffhanger goes, whatever you had to tell us, he'll be all right. So someone's gonna get captured, or a bunch of people are gonna get captured. They're gonna get tortured, and uh, yeah. Uh, we've been here. We've been here. We've done this with three different fucking groups already. I mean, I, I, it's. I'm just sick of seeing the same shit. I'm sick of seeing the same. There's there's nothing. plenty of shit that they could do. There's plenty of stuff that they could do that I'm just. I'm. Fl- I'm like preventative measures. Like yeah, let, let's run off all half cocked. The whole like all are. Yeah, and just they keep getting captured in the same exact way. Manners, right? I just don't have it in me to even rant about how fucking pissed I am at it's at the, the writers for writing our our people Very. into the same oh. shit, like season after fucking season. There's like like each and every fucking season has the same four goddamn fucking plots running through it that just continually happen over and over again, over and over and over again. It's it's really tonight, quite frustrating and annoying. So, so, uh, so obviously, as we can say, jo- Joe and Katie are not are not feeling The Walking Dead right now. But let's get into this episode, and maybe we can talk through it. And uh, and I'll I'm sure I'll be called stupid by Joe and Katie a few times tonight for the oh, for the fact no for the fact that I actually do enjoy it. I don't mind seeing that's the re- good. No, wait a second. I don't mind seeing the repetition sometimes of plot points because I think that's part of the setup for what's going to happen next, and showing them going through some of the same patterns and realizing that this isn't or might not end up the same way. But I, I guess we'll have. 
have to see after next week and have to all this leads up. To me, I felt, and just to get to what I enjoyed about this episode, I felt an impending sense of doom throughout the whole episode and everything feeling like it's leading towards something very negative and very bad happening. I felt on edge watching this episode the whole time, thinking about, and I felt afraid at times watching this episode, and it elicited a lot of emotions inside me while, well, you knew, while I was you knew watching. right away. It's very emotionally evocative. From, Absolutely. No, from you what was that opening from the opening? Scene I felt with... no, let me finish. I also felt like the opening set. Thank you for mentioning that. I enjoyed the way the opening segment set up to the parallel of finding out what happened with Carol. It reminded me of a slight breaking bag kind of thing where you see something at the beginning and then you see how it gets all explained later. And I enjoyed the Carol scene. I love the action movie aspect of her having the, the shotgun or the gun built inside of her cast or whatever it was like an Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, last action hero sort of way and blowing people up. And I like seeing Carol kick some ass. And, and being struggling with that point. I liked seeing Morgan be a dumbass at, in the point talking to Rick and Rick looking at him like he's an alien and not being able to communicate with him. All those interhuman personal things, I really loved about this episode personally. So I, just you to can, get all that you can get way. You can get all of that without revolving around the same crappy fucking But I don't point. need, but the plot point, but that's The Walking Dead. That is but, The Walking, uh, that is The Walking uh, Dead. That is The Walking Dead. That it is The Walking Dead. You're, you said the same thing. It just keeps going around those plot points. I accept that that's what The Walking Dead is, and I don't care about that other stuff. I care about Listen, the journey, so, not so the outcome. Our survivors, our survivors now need just a team of like hostage freers to work forty hours a week because they all just fucking keep getting taken. It's so in it's in the same fucking way. Like Daryl, the super tracker, he comes right up on fucking on on these two that are tied up against a fucking tree. Now, how many people are in the in the in the Savior's group that took them? You don't see all the extra fucking footprints, all the extra goddamn tracks around that little fucking camp to know you super fucking tracker bastard who can track fucking cars down paved fucking streets. You can track cars down paved fucking streets, but you can't tell that there's seven fucking people surrounding this area. I, like, come on, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely fucking stupid. The like, like nobody, nobody once says, and all the bullshit that Glenn fucking spews at him, you're gonna get yourself killed because you're not thinking this through. You're just going off on your fucking balls right now. That's all you're doing. <laughs> like, it, it, like, and then let's go walk off in the woods and yell and scream and and piss and moan next to this fucking lake here because if a walker doesn't sneak up on us like a like hasn't a thousand fucking times before, it'll be fucking people with guns. That hasn't happened a thousand fucking times before. Go back to town and have your little fucking nervous breakdown. Don't do it in the middle of fucking. I don't want to play. I don't want to play this game with you, Joe. But if you're if you're if it's bothering you so much, then maybe you shouldn't watch it if you don't like it. If it's not your thing, and I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel bad. No, I feel bad that you're feel. I feel, but wait, season until now. What? Until now, I mean, you've had a problem the last couple of episodes with they're it's constantly stupid. They're here. making constantly stupid decisions and da 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 da. It just yeah, seems. It's, right. it's no. Why let me finish. Let me finish, Joe. It writers. seems. To, it seems to me that you're not enjoying yourself. So it's it's fair. It's fair to fair to say that it you might, might need to be. you might need to step away. It's not. It might just not be. The, like I don't know because I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. But I, that stuff doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't get wrapped up in that because it's not real life. Because I'm watching a show and I need drama sometimes and I enjoy. It and I see. I don't mind the stupidity. That, that for you, it's, for you, it isn't. For you, like, like I mean, okay. 
So Morgan's had this exact fucking thing with Carol. He's had this okay, exact okay, okay. thing with Rick. And like, how many times do we have to hear Morgan explain You're this? Du- no, that's that's the point, Joe. You're done hearing that. You don't enjoy hearing it. I enjoy seeing that stuff. I enjoyed those so scenes. How many times do you want to listen to Morgan explain his fucking point of view on a show? You've now heard it from the cheese guy, from Morgan to Rick, from Morgan to Carol, and you've heard it from Morgan to Rick twice. Like, enough is enough. We've heard it. We I'm sorry that you're telling me. I'm from. sorry that you're telling me. I'm trying to explain that maybe it's just not for you. I'm telling you that I enjoyed it. Don't tell me I can't enjoy it. I'm Don't tell. No, that's why. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. I'm because I because I am because I am Joe. Because I am Joe. This interaction a number of times. This is what I said to you, Joe. I said I said the very beginning of the show you would call me stupid. You're calling me stupid in your thing. You're saying could you? Could you stop for a second? Calm down, Joe. It's ultimately, you need to understand that I am getting something out of it. You're not getting out of it. It's that simple. We can move on from it. I'm, you don't, I don't need to I'm have to explain. To I don't, I don't need, I, and I did explain it to you. I enjoy those interpersonal human relationships. I don't mind the repetition of it. It is enjoyable to watch for me. I'm getting something out of it. You're not. I accept that. That's good. Yeah, can I, we just move on I, from I, that? I don't understand that. Like, I got something out of it the first time. Okay. But you're and not. Then, Fine. Done, done deal. Let's move on. Let's it. move on, everybody. Yeah. Let's move on, Joe. Okay? We understand. You don't like the show. It's too much for you. You're no, okay. No, no, no. You're Phil, o- it's okay, you're, Joe. You're it's putting okay. words into my mouth. I don't like the show because I didn't like one episode because now- No, because that's, now not, what, that's not what you're saying, episodes, Joe. No, you're not letting me speak. Oh, because okay. now over the last couple of episodes, I see a pattern developing very strongly of how bad it's getting. Like, like- you didn't hear me say this until the last couple of episodes. No, I you just, but you said at the beginning positive. of, but you said at the beginning of this podcast that the show keeps going around the same old circles, the same old bullshit it over is. and over and over again. That's saying no. a bigger thing about the whole show, not just this episode, Joe. You're, you're making no. a, you're making right. a bigger statement saying, about I'm the whole show. The last couple of episodes, I can see it and I can see it clearly. And they're really hitting it over these last few episodes. It's like, it's like, there's nothing in these last three episodes that they have not done before. With, like from from the moment that they killed all those people, like, Every, it's all the same. Let's jump in the chat room. Says Jerry. Jerry. Joe's having an aneurysm. Doctor Phil needs to calm Joe down. Joe will be singing a different tune next weekend. Usually, TV or movies don't tell the same storyline twice. Uh, we see it's the Republican debate. Someone says uh, we got a couple of other things in the chat. Jerry. Jerry. Uh, 1998 champion says I'm sorry. I'm with Joe on this. This could be Morgan's way out of the show. Lady Squeeze says I felt that full circle crap was so dumb. It never captured the wolf to begin with. Denise would have needed to be saved. Brown Sugar says Correct. I really thought Rick was going to shoot Morgan at one point. Timo should have. Timo says we need to shut the fuck up, Joe and Phil. I loved every moment of the show, says Chris Ryan. <laughs> Excuse me. He enjoys it because he hopes Daryl will die. Random Grove says Joe Mama is angry. F- so uh, so uh, I, here's, here's my thing. I love those interpersonal moments, and I love the drama as well. But why does it have to be there's so much in life and in this particular life, I'm gonna say there could be so much more than to just hear Morgan spiel again. So much more. Where the fuck is Aaron? Instead of giving us another fucking Morgan to Rick like thing that we've seen three times before, where's Aaron? Where the fuck is Aaron? One of the more dynamic characters of the bunch who's only had two lines since this half of the season. I hear you, but I'm I guess I 
I guess it comes down to a philosophical disagreement of the sense of I'm going to I'm going to make lemons out of lemonade in the sense. And I this is what we got. I enjoyed what we got. I'm not going to play Monday morning quarterback anymore about about I'm wanting it, about wanting it. To, wait a second, about wanting it to be something it's not. But people have different opinions. You don't like it. I did. Let's just move on from that and get into the episode recap. So we, we open up to a bullet, wound, bullet hole in the car. Some say uh, we see the beginning section. This was the Breaking Bad section that we get in. We hear someone's voice, maybe Carol's voice. I'm not sure what it was. And we see someone yelling. We see a puddle of blood. And it's like a dripping puddle of blood. Drip, drip, drip. And it's almost like a Breaking Bad intro of some sort. And just to be fair. Very much. Very much. Th- this wasn't when I said the opening scene before. This wasn't the scene that I, I, I was actually talking about. Very, very intro. Uh, no, I was actually talking about like uh, the Michonne Rick scene, which I guess is cu- it's not like oh, the very okay. opening no. scene, but no, it's not. I, the, yeah, their opening. their opening scene was the one I was talking about, but I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> and fair enough. Shut the fuck up, Pam. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> and uh, we, we will get into that, Eric, in a bit, too. Yeah, I, I do want to say one thing that upset me about this episode on a trivial level. You do a Walking Dead episode on Easter, and you don't have Jesus in it. How can right? you- they didn't want that. There was the meme out all over the place all week. Jesus will return on Easter. And uh, Q, Q says, talk that shit, Joe. This shit was garbage. And, and it seems to be most of the people in the chat, and I'm not going to speak for everybody, I think majority of the people, or it seems to be almost evenly split, I think people either, a lot of people say this episode was shit, or there's some people in the chat, the one or two people that, and myself, they're saying that they enjoyed this episode. So again, again, just to get down to the main point of what we're going through, and it's fun to argue, it's fun to get into it, and I mean, I enjoy that shit. But ultimately... It comes to a point where two people are just going to have different looks on enjoyments of the episode. And so much of the time, Joe, we agree on things. But sometimes, like certain seasons of certain shows, whether it be Sons of Anarchy here, Sons of Anarchy there, there's certain seasons you like of something I don't like. And no matter whatever explaining or whatever trying to get you to understand what I saw, I'm not I'm not going to do that. And you're not going to understand. And I mean, I understand what you're saying and, about the repetition of it and all of that. And they make the same stupid mistakes. And we go through some of these same plot problems and stuff. But I, again, I accept that this is the walking dead See, i accept that we're all going to have difference of opinions but part of me wants to understand why people have the opinions they have Do you know why without without just being told that's the way it is and you have to accept it no, no i accept it but i just want to understand why there's something more than just the dynamic when we've seen this exact dynamic three times before what about seeing it a fourth time makes it that much more fun and enjoyable for, do you know what made it for, more fun and enjoyable for me in this episode because i've never seen morgan directly have a long extended interaction with rick about it and actually getting to see rick respond to that and give it back to him and still show and some of the reactions i got out of rick tonight are things that i feel like i've never gotten before from rick in this interaction with morgan and hearing someone talk to rick about what happened with carol when he ousted her out and hearing rick say that he Carol was right in that moment and that if he had to do it again he would kill those people himself all those things I enjoyed learning more about Rick and where he is at now that's what I enjoyed about those things that was that was an interesting tell I did like that and I liked how uh how that was that was the moment that was the second moment that made me think it's I I was confirmed from my first moment which we'll get to which is what I was going to talk about earlier and just like to the reason at least for me that I get so upset at these things that I see are wrong in the show 
is because I love the show, I love the characters, and I can't stand watching them do things that I just don't see being a part of their character mm -hmm. anymore if they are going to represent what real people would do in this situation. Uh, real people evolve and learn. Correct. And that's not happening at all. See, I don't see I people upset learn. upset about that because I love them. See, I, and see, I think they are much smarter and more dynamic characters than they are currently. See, Katie, about. I think I give, I think I, at least some of them, I give a little bit more credit. I, or in the sense of, I think, it, for the exact reason I've just said about Rick, I think Rick has changed a great deal throughout. And the fact of him saying things like, I kill first and don't ask questions later now, shows a level of growth for me with him. I don't feel the same about every oh, character. Oh, sure. But I feel like certain ones they've done a decent enough job with. Someone like Carol, I might not like where they're going with her, but I... I understand the place that they're trying to take her character and I enjoy it. Morgan's a different story. I'm as frustrated with Morgan as everybody. I don't want to be sitting here being a Morgan defender tonight. Being like, yeah, I, 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 I can relate to what fucking that guy's saying. No, I cannot relate to the same. But to me, at least what I'm hoping is I get some sort of payoff that it all ends up proving us that everything Morgan's saying is stupid and going to get people killed. And I, I want to see, I want to see that blow up in a big way and see Morgan die. It already has. It already has. Least problem right now with Morgan. Interesting. 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 Like so everyone, yeah, people are changing, and that's why I hate to see them go back. Glenn, he just rescued his wife from this very situation. Darrow, he just helped to rescue Carol and Glenn's wife from this very situation. They got captured in the same exact way. Arguing in the woods. Shown got captured, and then immediately after that, the same way that Daryl and Rosita get captured. And that's that Glenn and Maggie about. got captured by that's the governor. That's not smart. That's not evolution. That's, that's way past. That's dumbassery. Way past that. No, no shit. The that... character and the personal struggles, I love. I'm having fun with it's the strategic things that they keep doing wrong and they're so much smarter and better than that. I, I hear you, Katie. I mean, I, I don't disagree with your I don't disagree with your point. I guess it just doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you, but I yeah, I, sure. I, I I see your point. G plus wants to say, I love how you both argued your point, talked over each other like fools, but ultimately are communicating and understanding each other. Very nice. That you just described our friendship uh, in a nutshell. Yeah, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah, that, that I think you just described our friendship in a nutshell right there. Uh Corey says more. Morgan, 10,000 years ago in a planet very far away. A fuck's case, Morgan. Tim says, well, Morgan would be good for zombie meat, I think is what he said. DJ better, or agreed Terra Chan. What did Terra Chan say up there? Terra Chan, I know, is with you, Joe. One good thing about this episode, Michonne, Michonne did steal your protein bar. Yeah, that was fucking very funny. Yeah, they, they, he asked about that in a previous episode. That was kind of cute. Yes. There, were, there was aspects, there were moments of this episode that had me smiling that I did like. But overall... No, they, see, scheme. see, you're turning around for what you said at the beginning, where you said there was it's zero, the, zero no, part no, of this episode that you enjoyed. Or at did the, I say there was zero yeah, part of this episode? I think so. There was zero other episodes. No, you said it was. This was your least favorite episode of all time. Is Correct. What you said. Correct. And there's a moment or two in here that I enjoyed, but, but ultimately, like the the protein bar, bringing that up as he walked away. That's a small moment that I can enjoy without it making the episode an hour long episode good. Uh, <laughs> Carmine, what an asshole. Did you just say that? No, I didn't say he's anywhere in this. No, you asshole. Wait, wait, I'll, I'll let you hang out with your buddy, Charlie. High fives, buddy. So, uh, so, uh, so, uh, 
Ter no, Terror Chan. Terror Chan, not, ter not different. Different person. Different person. So, uh, so welcome, welcome, Joe. Welcome, buddies. Welcome, everybody in the chat. And uh, we, uh, it's still my uh, least favorite episode. KLCs, huh? <laughs> don't do that, Carmine says. Timo, what, uh, Joe? You, you do not remember. Uh, would you like to see my magic trick? Says Carol. <laughs> yeah, no, and and you knew you knew that was coming. At first, I I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, she has Carol a machine gun in her fucking shirt. Carol was ready <laughs> like, for it. She knows how these people work, and she was ready for yep. it. Th see, she's how Morgan. Oh, that's her awesome. And but that's the thing about Carol. Ultimately, she does learn from her mistakes, and she'll be in situations like that, and be putting in this. She'll get captured in those situations, but she'll ultimately she might be going through her shit, but she's not gonna let those people live. But she did the thing that pissed me off more than everyone, anybody else in this episode. She killed everybody, but left one alive. In the car. She, no, no. She left the guy on the ground alive too. Yeah. What, what, like the one that was alive behind the uh, behind the truck that jumped out with the knife that she shoots and then it goes to commercial. Like that guy was still alive on the ground too. She just she was gonna let him all turn. Well, this is why she was leaving the community in the first place. Though she will do what she has to do, but it's breaking her down every time she has to do it. Yeah, and so she's still gonna have to do it on her own. She just won't do it for anybody else. She can't. She just can't. Yeah. It's breaking her. I totally understand where she's coming from. Yep. Having uh, to do what is breaking you spiritually, <laughs> physically, emotionally, mentally, every day. Every day. You have to. It's not a safe place to be. Oh, I love you. She's dude. still going to have to do it every day. Let's jump in the not chat. For, let's oh, jump. Yeah. And if she stays, it's not a necessarily lot also. To stay in the shadows and quiet and unseen when you're by yourself. She's driving down the road, listening to Credence and stuff like that, smoking a J, uh, smoking a doobie. But, uh, yeah, but no matter what, it's it's she might have to do it every day, and she might not. So. But at least she doesn't bring anyone else into the danger around her when she can't. when she finally can't do it anymore. Okay. So let's jump in the chat here for a second. Nacho Machacho, great name. Daryl will walk it off. As someone says, uh, you know Daryl. Red team says you know Daryl isn't dead. Glenn is gonna get his uh, bleep 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 next week. Uh, Bill says I want to know what kind of gun Carol had. It was like a concealable, like a pistol. It felt it was felt automatic. Ray, it's probably a Glock 18, which is bullshit because there's only like 300 in existence. Corey says that was a good question by the saviors. Exactly. Uh, where was she going? Disneyland. Carol is responsible for Rick and Morgan leaving, not Glenn and Daryl and Rosita. Uh, Tim. Right. Tim. Yeah. Like the, the Carol's responsible for two people leaving, and Daryl. Two people who made their very own decisions to go after, Cor her, even though uh, she said, "Please don't." Correct. I'm okay. And that's and to. and that's and that's annoying too. Like she's so, responsible for them leaving. So you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. This is now a prison as well. You are you are Rick's slaves. He's gonna go after her and drag her back by the hair. No, she left because she didn't want to have the fucking argument. She left a note. She didn't want to have an argument with the whole fucking town. Please don't leave. Don't leave. Don't leave. She's a fucking adult. Let her go. Oh, we if got we got a couple of. I'm a liability to your community. We got a couple. I need to go. Yeah, she felt. Yeah, she felt Who's like the she... best authority here. She she felt I think she did the right thing for herself right there because she felt like if she can't kill and protect people she's just gonna go in it's it's like when a cat gets older and they hide from themselves and they <laughs> want to hide before they die they don't want she just doesn't want it to be anyone's problem until she figures out her shit or she figures out it's all over for her 
So, so Morgan Crow wormed his way into her fucking head. Yep, and you could some could say that. Uh, let's ju- let's jump in the chat. Good good point, Joe. So they can't leave it now. Uh, we got I hate Enid for the Maggie bowl cuts, says Corey Mitchell. Al Red Sox fans says are the phone lines open? Yes, everybody, the phone lines are officially open. Before we get a little bit more into our recap, let's open up the phone lines and welcome. I see a lot of new faces and names in there in the chat. And that Anthony, welcome, Anthony. Uh, We see Jose that's in the chat. We see a lot of great friends. So, yes, the phone lines are open right now. Is Morales going to be Negan? Oh, gosh. We've got some funny uh, Chantu talk going on in the chat. Timo, uh, Daniel Hodges, so is is uh, Carol the big death next week? We'll talk about that at the end of the episode if we if any of us see any big deaths coming and who we think is going to be death. But let's get our first call in, our good buddy SMB down. What's going on, buddy? So Morgan's not responsible for uh, Carol for um, not responsible for warming away into Carol's head. Carol would have had these emotions about killing on her own. Like, I don't get what you guys don't Why? get about Why? this. Why? I think he was part huh? of it. Like, Why? Because people smart. fucking don't kill and then be okay with it all the time. Like, because no one does that. Who the fuck Depends goes PTSD. around killing, like, 27 people and is not, and is just okay with it? It's only lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fucking people. One second, like guys. the governor or some evil-ass fuck that would be that way. What the fuck is wrong with you, Joe? What are you asking why wow. for? Oh, hey. Good, good. Okay, so there's wow. a call. Now, Joe, listen, re- Joe responds to that. There's a, there's a difference. There's a difference between going out and just murdering people, and killing to save your life, killing to protect yourself. And hey, it might take a toll. I know I feel bad when I kill insects. Honestly, I do. I've never really. I've never. Welcome, Lola. That you know, purposefully that wasn't about to die, much bigger than an insect, and I have felt bad for it. Right? I don't want to kill. But I will do what I have to do to protect myself, and I won't feel fucking bad for it. See, see, Joe, th- I'm not sure if I agree with everything the caller said, but I do agree with the fact that I think, in a sense, Carol probably would have gotten here with a, with or without Morgan. I think she, I think she was heading in that direction. That eventually she would have come. I think Morgan helped her along the way, in the sense, to a place that she probably would have gotten. I think, I, but where I where I'm with you, Joe, is in this world, there are some people that get to the point where they can just do it. I don't think Rick's going to ever have a complete breakdown like this again. I think he did maybe at a certain point in time during the far- during the way, during the farmer Rick era or whatever, he went through a little bit of that. But I think I, I do agree with the theme of what the caller was saying in the sense of fuck Joe. No, I'm kidding. I love you, Joe. I, I agree. I agree in the theme that I think that I think ultimately Carol would have gotten there eventually. Anyway. No, see, I, I saw her character all the way up until just a couple episodes ago was getting stronger and stronger and more okay with doing what needs to be done. Rick, on the other hand, I have seen spiraling further out of control, culminating with the line tonight that Carol was absolutely fucking right at the prison for burning sick people alive. That's not burning them, like killing them and then trying to burn their bodies and failing horribly, miserably at it. Like, that was the absolute worst decision, and I know we've disagreed about that many times in the past, or so whatever. Uh, but that was the moment that I say Rick is currently, currently right now, in just as much of a crisis as he was when he was Farmer Rick. Okay, f- fair Carol, enough. J- I saw getting stronger and stronger and stronger up till the fucking fight with Morgan, and now all of a sudden she has regressed. Regret? Not I don't. I don't want to necessarily call it a regression, but she has changed to 
a, a different state from that point. I think it's just co- I think it's just coincidental. I think it compares, and I think he maybe should give a shot on him. One second, Joe, while we take the caller. It's in response to your response. Welcome back, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, the people who don't, who get over that, are the people who go psychopathic and are basically... Um, I can't figure out the word I'm trying to use, but they're screwed up in the head and they're completely, completely evil. You're going to have some kind of feelings or remorse for killing a person, whether or not it's self-defense or not. Unless you're a really psychopathic, um, mentally screwed up person, no one... But how we show the remorse is different. Regardless of self-defense reasons, like 27 times or more. And have no remorse about it. And by the way, I look back at the uh, Terminus episode. Carol didn't kill as many people as I thought. When she blew up Terminus, it was only walkers. Mostly, yeah. Mostly. Good good call, my friend, as, as always. Was she strong, or was she disassociating from what she had to do, and now she can't hold that up anymore? Yeah, see, I'm with, I'm with you, like Katie. Like I said, and I think mo- I think I think Morgan smashed her glass house that she was standing in, in a sense. It maybe put a crack in it, maybe made her more aware of what was going on. But I th- again, I, and Joe, we might just be at a disagreement here, and that's cool. I, I think that she was heading in that direction yes. a- anyway, and eventually going there. Someone asked the caller the phone number the phone number is 781-990-8509 you know and to to be remorseful about about killing humans or whatever or in self-defense or is is one thing but there's welcome no to the show caller one second for, for the like i i i don't know it you know you don't have to you know it doesn't have to break you if if people are trying to kill me constantly, I will kill them back. I will fight my way to to you know, and but and and that is a lot of stress. But there's no there's no part of me that feels like I would be wrong for doing so, or I should be upset for doing whatever it takes to protect my family or myself from someone who is trying to kill or rape or torture them. Period. Fair fair enough, Joe. Let's let's take the caller. Welcome to the show, buddy. How's it going? Hey, this is Corey. How's it going? Oh, hey, Corey. What's going on, buddy? Hey, is it just me or does Negan's whole group look like the people at Walmart? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everybody on the Walking Dead. Look, aside from our, our 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 core group, looks like they should be from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good call, my friend. Good call as always. <laughs> Great call. The phone lines are officially off as we're going to get back into our recap, everybody. And I think I think it's something that Joe said to to be important because I know we're going to probably get some comments. Like, you guys are so fucking. Like, I think. And Katie mentioned this too. I think it's like when you really love a band and the band puts out an album that you're not necessarily loving and the album's Rage, the third Rage Against the Machine album sounds the same. I think Joe is just like, why does your third album sound the same? I want you guys to do something new here. And I, and I, I guess, but you, but you still love the band, Joe, is what you're saying. I guess that, that's where, that, that's a disagreement. So hopefully next week we'll come back and get you excited for The Walking Dead again and not piss you off. I just don't want them to do something new. And have it be like Stadium Arcadium. Mm, that's true. I have a fi- I, Joe. I have a feeling they're ultimately going to give you a lot of blue balls next week, if I am a guessing man. But we're going to get into that at the end of the podcast when we give a couple of predictions of what we think is going to happen next week. And I think all the rumors are true. Just to get a little quick 
hint at what I think. I think some of the rumors of where they're going with the finale that I've heard, I, I tend to agree with that's how they're going to do it. And it's going to be so, we're going to come out next week and we're going to be even more pissed off. I'm going to be like you next week if they do what I think they're going to do, Joe. Oh, I don't even want to hear it. I don't yeah. even want to hear it. I want it to be a surprise. Oh, my Mr. Chong. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Someone, Al Red Sox fan hates the blue balls. So everybody in the chat, DG better, maybe Carol's PST, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder started when she was trying to go back into being a, a being like being doing the doing the housewife stuff and all of that stuff that can arise that... 50 years after the actual trauma it is unpredictable mm -hmm. it is just a part of the human psyche whether you believe something intellectually or not the strongest person can be broken by doing terrible things for whatever reason they're doing them. Terry Chan, I hope you are. I hope you are not right, but That's I. But if that happens, Terry Chan, if that happens, I will look forward to your Terry Chan rant because I will. I'll be right with you. I'll be playing that. I'll be going crazy with that and freaking out. And people, you guys will have to be all like, Phil, why don't you just? Shut up, fuck out, me? Mm -hmm. Why did <laughs> I was nodding my head yes? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah, next week we're gonna have to be all Lesson what you have already said out loud. <laughs> nodded for me. Oh my goodness. The, the <laughs> Joe's about to get his uh, eyes poked out by the crow over there. Some action's going. I totally missed because I was too busy listening to do my. What you gotta do. You know. My, my shut the fuck up. <gasps> I give up. <laughs> uh, Corey Mitchell says, "Let's jump." In the I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna go do it right Let, now. Let's jump in the chat for a second. Corey Mitchell says, "Maggie's Mo Howard haircut. Fuck Enid." <laughs> oh gosh, gave her the bowl haircut. Okay, so then we get back in and we're on Carol for a few minutes before she left in the last episode. We see the letter that she wrote that we heard read at the end, the Dear John letter at the end of the last episode. We see her pull a string. We she, she She's thinking and she's sewing, getting all of her supplies together for this trip. Excuse me. Tobin comes in here and he's coming back from his duty. <laughs> Not like taking a duty, his duty, duty. building the wall. <laughs> duty. Oh, is this shit, buddy? <laughs> it's funny that that is a certain point of episode when Daryl went out alone. They, they the three of them, Glenn, uh, Michonne, and, and Rosita went out and they left Rosita with Daryl so we'd have a shit buddy. <laughs> it well, did and there, there's another thing. All of the best people, all of our best fighters, this place effectively and order other people to do what they need to do to protect this place. They all go out. What? And where the fuck did that group go for two weeks? Oh, the tar. Oh, she's having a baby in her life. Yeah, so so they're they're on a and her and uh her and the dude the dude with the dreads. I'm bl I'm blanking on his name. Uh, but yes. Did Aaron go? No, Aaron didn't. No, Aaron. Aaron's, Aaron's Aaron. not. I saw him. I saw Aaron in next week's preview. Uh -huh. so, so let's jump. Let's get back into it here. So uh, we. So uh, so okay. So he's he hurt himself a little bit setting up the tower and building the new wall. He's upset about Denise and everything's just upset about Denise. Uh, Carol nods and just kind of blends and goes into her mode of protection and lets oh, him be. Let's I can't listen to this right now. Exactly. And let's him be your protector. Like, are you okay? Are you going to be okay? And, Everything's going to be all right, Carol. And she starts hearing like Charlie Brown talk. And she, and she says she thinks she feels bad about how hard it's going to be for Tara. And Tobin con comforts her. And 
and she's just she's fake the whole time as we kick in to some really awesome Johnny Cash song. It's all over. Oh, I loved hearing some Johnny Cash as we see Carol leaving and we see Sasha and Rosita giving each other a little stink eye or Rosita giving Sasha stink eye. We see Carol leaving and she has we see Carl with a gun that has a bat with a it looked like maybe barbed wire on the bat on the thing or something i don't know what was going well, on I with it said something yeah i thought it was someone's name uh, yeah it looked to me it looked like a bat with barbed wire but we'll have to see yeah. uh so it's quick so then we get to see maggie and glenn taking a shower and i sweat a little bit this was a cute scene and maggie looked awesome and we and we they go down to like give her a bare ass wipe and not literal ass wipe not more duty but he's <laughs> but he's going and we see her back all oh. bruised from the last Way couple of episodes a beautiful scene, Phil. sorry yeah. i know i know i have i can't i can't let it get too serious katie or, or i'll start sweating yeah, on air yeah. and we, we can't let that happen mm-hmm. again so then we go we eventually go over to uh, it was barbed wire pad. People say yes. Uh, yeah. So so we go into the chat. I'm sorry. I'm being I'm being a little. Uh, I, hmm, I don't know what that was a little bit. So I was whistling past the graveyard a little bit there. So then we get to see Daryl who's holding Denise's keychain with her name on there, and he's broken. Dennis, it's her brother's name. Oh, it's Dennis. Thank you. Yeah. It's the keychain uh, she picked up off the off the at the uh, apothecary or whatever yeah, the fuck. The apothecary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and uh, Abraham and I, I just have to say one more time how hot that scene with Maggie and Glenn was in the shower. That was pro- mm. that was one of the. It was beautiful. It was yeah. it was a very I, I enjoyed that scene. So then we makes get you to... wonder why they were so dirty when they got to the hilltop. <laughs> Good question. Oh, they went out wet, and when you go out wet on dirty roads and like dirt's getting kicked up, yeah, you end up dirty. Bill Bill says Maggie's ass is worse than Dario's in Game of Thrones. That's why they don't win a show. <laughs> oh and the dread wow. guys the dread guy's name is oh. heath thank you thank you in the chat heath is his name so uh so we go huh? to we go to daryl's all pissed holding the keychain then we get to see abraham and rosita meeting and uh i mean abraham and sasha meeting meeting at the, mm-hmm. oh no it was abraham and rosita meeting at the ladder and oh no i'm sorry no and she gives him a cigarette I mean, gives him a cigar, a cigar, a cigar. Yeah. and Rosita's yeah. and Rosita's like five feet away watching yeah. it. Yeah, it was it was Sasha. I mean, and Rosita's watching the whole thing, and it's very awkward. Yeah. So then we go to Rick and Michonne in bed waking up, which is our first soundbite of the night. So now I agreed with Katie here. Did you have any? Chem- did you feel chemistry in the scene between them? Rick and Michonne. Rick and Michonne, yes, I actually, re- I did, I did a lot. I feel like they have a lot of chemistry. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm you're talking to someone that's been what's that term? Shipping them for like year now. Like I, I felt it since the pudding episode, or mm-hmm. since uh, the episode with the, the clear episode with Morgan. I've been kind of up that up Rick and her. I was hoping for it too, but I just, I just feel like it's a more of a you're really good with my kid, and you are hot and strong, so it just makes sense. So you think it's I the just, I don't feel the sexual chemistry. So you think it's like a either G- the actors or the characters. So you think it's Jerry Maguire 1.0 thing before he realizes he wants Renee Zellweger when he he's just in love with the kid at this point. So he thinks Michonne loves his kid, so he's just getting it. But let's listen yeah, to Well, I think he loves her deeply. It's just ah. <laughs> let's listen to I their let's listen to their phone their conversation in bed here. Eating an apple. Let's see. Yeah, let's see if they can... it's yummy. Get touching up. Okay. You all did. A forbidden fruit. We're all gonna keep coming through. Maggie asked me and Glenn to help put up more bins and watch points. <laughs> Just stick around. Judith, 
Jesus isn't even up yet. Yeah, you can't get up before the beat. Why not? Why not? Mickey has us on a schedule, and I'm not pissing off a pregnant lady. Smart. True. First yeah. smart thing anyone's said on this show. Especially months. not that pregnant lady. I, and no. I, I guess, Joe, just to, I don't want to keep harping on the same point over, over and over again, but in the sense of you ask me again to show you and I'm, of the things along the way that I enjoyed about this episode. I enjoy these little moments so much that it mm. carries over all the rest to me. The rest, I don't, I see what you're saying. I can't disagree with you. I, I like adding fuel to your fame and making you angry and getting you on rants. But I think I, Joe's all tired. He's like, I, I'm going right from bed after that oh. rant early in the episode. But but ultimately, I mean, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I enjoy some of the good aspects of it, like little scenes like this and interactions like this, lines, even single lines. Like, yeah, not that pregnant lady, considering what we saw see, last week. I, I like that stuff. It, it charms the shit out of me because to me, it's the one line. The one I'm line sorry. stuff is that the one lines, the one liner stuff is super entertaining to me. And I don't care about where this story is necessarily going or anything. I want to see these idiots get in dramatic situations and get themselves and out go. of it. This is one that we haven't had before. This is, this is, I mean, we, we had it when they first hooked up, but we haven't had them like casually in bed in the morning and stuff like that that's something we yeah, haven't had yet that i enjoyed we haven't had that from rick since he first met up with laurie so i can right i can really enjoy this scene and the one liner in this scene that i really found telling was rick laying on his back with his arms behind his head we're king of the fucking world top of the world ma joe it's well, jo you know it's all going to fucking shit right then and there those words came out of your mouth. You cocky fucking prick. You want to tempt fate like that? You fucking asshole. How dare you say that? Let's jump in the chat. Kai says, I agree with you, Joe. This is the damn zombie apocalypse. There's no rules or law. The world is survival of the fittest. So you're damn right. I'm killing everybody I have to. Little kids, old people. I guess it depends on how bad you want to live. Fucking A. Yeah. Let's let's jump on. Let's jump and listen to a couple. Of, you want your loved ones to live. Let's jump and listen to a couple quick voicemails before we continue with the recap here. Phone lines are not open. We're just going to listen to a couple of voicemails here. Where's Aaron? Who gives a fuck? He's not that interesting of a character anyway. <laughs> good good point, buddy. And let's get let, let's get over also get pissed off and go off without thinking and do shit like that all the time. Yeah. Even if there's all the time. people in the world, real people have emotions that sometimes drive them to do things that they wouldn't normally do. You can't afford that now. Right, you, you can't afford the luxury of just going out and doing stupid shit because you feel like it at that moment. Like, like, oh, I'm all pissed, so I'm going to rage and punch the fucking wall. Well, hopefully you learned your lesson when you were 15 and did that and broke your fucking hand and got yourself a boxes fracture. And when you're 30 and you get pissed, you don't go do it again. It's even more important to learn that fucking lesson when you can't go to an ER and get your shit taken care of. When taking a bullet or getting stabbed means you're done, means you are most likely going to die and not one of our TV superheroes who just gets written into life every time they get stabbed and shot, like Carl. I do agree that there are people in this world who do not learn their lessons or who cannot learn their lessons for whatever reason and continue to do things impulsively and self-destructive things. Yes, this happens in the world. 
but not everyone does that. And I just think it happens way too much with the smartest, most stable people that on too. the show. Hannah agrees with you, Joe, about something you said a few minutes ago. I agree with, I like the idea of Rick and Michonne for a while, but seeing on screen just doesn't do anything. It doesn't feel, yeah, exactly. I, I really wanted it too. And when the, well, like you, you scare said, so Anthony, the by the time, way, I, I was with that, but no, it just didn't like, and it felt right when they, it almost felt right when they first started kissing. It still didn't then. And then seeing them together and they just didn't feel like. Even cutting time for me. It just, it felt like, yeah, you're a good mom and you're a strong. In mom. Interesting stuff. Which yeah. it, is, it makes sense. Let's jump in the Easy. chat for a second. Joe Madden says, damn, Joe is losing weight. Looking good, buddy. And someone else in the chat says, Anthony says, yeah. Joe, you scare me. Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm a peaceful, loving hippie. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I probably should oh, scare yeah. you. <laughs> don't, 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 let, don't let him fool you. So let's continue with our recap here. Uh, so they talk about how Jesus and Hilltop, Hilltop came through with all the supplies. They flirt in bed for a while. They talk about all the stuff. They take a bite of an apple. They go back and forth. This is all just kind of set up for where we eventually go in the episode. Then we get Maggie and Glenn and Michonne, and they're t talking about, or they take weapons, and they're looking at some shit. And uh, let's get to our next uh, sound cue. Out. No shit. You got specifics? What the hell is he doing? This is Daryl leaving. We got to stop him. We can't let him go off half-cocked. Quick, let's go off half-cocked after him. Are you fucking serious? Okay, I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to. Let's abandon the fucking wall. Let's all go. Let's go half cock and get him. Ah! What fucking stupid are you fucking people who have lived this long in the apocalypse? I'm, I'm fucking real. Let's all just scatter to the fucking wind because Daryl rode off on his motorcycle. I think playing the sound clips are going to kill Joe. Joe's going to have a conniption fit replaying these events over. It's re-traumatizing re you, buddy. But no, I, I hear what you're saying. Abraham, Abraham is awesome, though, in that point. He's like, he's like, yeah, I know you're going out, but that's not a fucking answer, asshole. I, I mean, at least Abraham kind of calls him on it for for, for second there but oh my gosh excuse and, me and, and if reasonable people who have been through this before yes one person might go off impulsively the rest of you don't respond to that with impulsive dangerous actions you you think reasonably and you know how these other people that this this one person out there is going to encounter work so you don't just run after him and then try to rescue him while he's tied to a tree <laughs> Terry Chan says, Joe, you're literally our me tonight. Every no. point you're saying. Uh, Joe Mann says, can't complain. Oh, how are the Red Sox going to do this year? Excuse me, Joe. It's quarter cooked. Rant, baby. Rant, Joe. Rant, baby. <laughs> and a lot of people agreeing with Katie tonight, saying Katie is on point this evening as well. And She's always on point. And people are also saying things like, they just want me to shut the fuck up, Yeah, okay. I'll shut the fuck up. So, okay. <laughs> so anyways, Maggie and Glenn and Michelle. Indefensible. <laughs> so Daryl ends up leaving again, yada, yada, yada. Then we get Tobin coming over to talk to Rick in this whole exchange. Whoa, Tobin. Shut up, Tobin. What time did she leave? You know what she took? Sometime in the night, I never heard her go, but she, she made a bunch of food. You know, she took a pack. Did she leave coats? on foot? I don't know. <laughs> you're you're, you're I fucking useless. At 12, I was on till 6. 
I never saw anything. And you're fucking useless. That's what Rick is getting to the point right now. He's like, oh, I rest for five fucking seconds and everyone goes fucking useless. How did she stole a fucking car? You didn't hear it in the middle of the night with zero sound. You didn't hear a car start. That old fucking car with spikes sticking out of it. You didn't hear vroom, 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 vroom. Well, they do say that it's probably during scenes like this. So what, does the guard at the wall go back to the house? She's she's smart enough to cover her tracks. She must have left during the shift change. Smart. Yep, that's a smart way to do it. And they must walk back to the house to change shifts instead of going. Security. Another lesson they don't learn. <laughs> they, they've never learned that lesson. And how did she get out? I don't know. How does Enid get out every time she wants to? How does Carl get out? How does everybody get out? They just walk over the fucking wall. <laughs> in one of the eight million spots around this fucking place that nobody's guarding. Ray, How are they not getting raided constantly? Ray says, I'm here for the Joe Rants. This show could be this this recap, particular recap coach, Joe Washington's TV and rants. <laughs> uh so uh they they're starting to pitch uh pitch the uh we jump we're jumping more in the chat. Lola, I didn't see Lola, great to see you in the chat. Random Grove Street thug cracking me up in the chat. Anthony, learn the hard way. Walking David, fucking fellas, great to see you buddy walking david great to see all of our friends in the chat let's let's put the chat live and in charge right on the show at right now where are you guys let's share the chat there we are if you're checking this out at any point in time guys please jump in the live chat lots of our friends from youtube lots of our friends from all over the world are in the live chat talking about this episode of the walking dead so jump in whenever you're watching this and share your thoughts in the comment section or whenever you can or happen to be able to join us live we'd love to be able to have you whether you're listening to our audio cast or listening to our youtube uh reviewing of the podcast jump on and share your thoughts about the show so hey everybody oh my gosh (laughs) oh gosh we've got so many people in the chat we've got our good friend carmine from red team review popped back in i'm ruining it for myself it's fine though he hasn't watched the second part of the episode someone says phil grow out your fucking beard it's coming man don't worry, I know I look like the kind of weird dude you'd see standing in the bushes going, hee hee giving weird looks to you like this. It's, it's uh, disgusting. I, I don't like I don't like this. How can you not no, see me, Phil? Now. You, you gotta have the fresh face. Yeah. You're just hot. Every once in a while. Every once in a while you need it, Katie. You need to shave parts of your body and mm-hmm. and you need to drag that razor across uh, very sensitive sections. Ter- <laughs> Welcome. Uh, we got Richie A. Uh, so many good friends. Terra Chan. Oh, so many good, so many funny, funny, great stuff is going on in the chat room this evening. Sam says, Joe, I'm the same way. Uh, so here we go. Let's continue. So Rick is Rick is just like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? Uh, Mor- but Morgan ultimately says, I'll go. Oh, and- Richie. Why would I take you out in the first place? You're stealing fruit from me? What's going on? <laughs> Phil, you're like me. You shave and they fucking card you for alcohol. Yeah, total- I actually got carded the other day, surprisingly. And when I pull out my ID, they were just like, fuck, dude. Sorry. I'm like, no, don't apologize. I got over last, <laughs> no, over last fall. Yeah, yeah. Qu- quick, nice. quick side story I want to tell that's not about alcohol or carded or The Walking Dead, but it happened to me yesterday, but it's kind of funny. I was walking down, taking my dog on a walk past a college baseball field in the town that I'm from. And I was walking past the baseball field, and there was a lot of people watching, like a whole audience a big crowd 
watching the baseball game and I'm walking with my dog and I stop to say hi to another dog. I bend down and I pet a dog. It's like, oh, very nice doggy. And I get up and I start to walk. And out of nowhere, I hear something and I'm like, did I just hear something? Did something just click? And it was a baseball, but I wasn't thinking anything of it. The foul ball off the side of the guy's bat smacked me. Bam! Off the arm. It was so random. I'm like walking in front of about a hundred people. I just, I, I didn't even fall down. It just sort of bounced Ding. off me. It like bounced off my arm. It was like, boom! Oh shit! And then I just picked up the ball and I, uh, I underhanded it off to the ump. They're like, you got hit by a foul ball. I go, no fucking shit. I got hit by a foul ball. And I started yelling, play a real sport. And I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> like golf or bowling or chess. I hurt myself. I hurt myself in a chess move. It was a, it was a really complicated move, but the true story that actually did happen. <laughs> but uh, but it was it's just one of those things. And Joe can attest to this too. And anyone that actually knows me, I am extremely unluckily clumsy. Like 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 I I paused at the right but exact that's not moment. You. The clumsy part would have been is you underhanded the ball to the ump and you hit yeah. a baby with true. it. True, yeah. true. I guess it's just bad luck. I'm the that's kind yeah. Of, oh, you are also that. <laughs> the, like a like a like a bird would shit on I shit on me in that you situation. Are, you're the walking rain cloud. You know. Yeah, yeah. I should have kept their ball. Timo says I should have kept their ball. You should have. Oh, I'm keeping this fucking. Ball. I'm keeping the fucking ball. You got people by your side, <laughs> Phil. Like you, come are, on. you asshole. They're gonna come after you for their ball. <laughs> uh, I'm catching it. I'm I'm fucking catching and Otis it. Otis is gonna lick them to death. <laughs> We've got Amanda on Twitter writing us watching now i never saw rashon coming it's a bit strange because it almost came out of nowhere at least for me it's very interesting that's what puts you off points we've got a voicemail we can play right now from our good friend klc let's play it it's me klc here and i just looking through the chat and listening to joe and katie it seems like phil and me are the only people who like this episode <laughs> And, um, I love you. Like I, I love you, KLC. I finally realized why. Phil and I are just mesmerized by that Maggie shower scene. Oh, like, dude. Oh, that, I, I am with KLC. That was enough. the moments I liked. That was enough to carry me through the whole thing. I was able to finish my enjoyment just from that scene. <laughs> yeah, you finished. You finished. All right. <laughs> my enjoyment was uh, was was completely finished because of that situation. So, okay, so anyways. Uh, Episode's over. <laughs> so start, start the post show recap. Yeah, yeah. Done. I'm done. Joe, that was the greatest episode I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Better than Cash. That, that was the best two seconds, the best like 30 seconds of The Walking Dead mixed into the worst. 59 minutes and 30 seconds. Better than Cassius Clay, better than Sugar Ray, better than anyone. We've got the none other than... Shut the, the fuck up, Tim. Okay, Tim, I'll shut the fuck up, Tim. Welcome. Oh, my God. Well, I want to say sorry to everybody earlier. My heart just was in game like, shut the fuck up, Joe. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good buddy, Tim Gersh. Tim Gersh. I'm like, the what the fuck's he so sorry about? Oh, he doesn't have to apologize. Oh, okay. You know yeah, Joe why he's sorry? His heart wasn't in it enough. Shut the fuck up, just going through the motion. And we'll take one more call before we get back to the recap. Welcome, bu- welcome back to the show, buddy. Okay, I know you're not here yet, but... I don't think um, uh, Daryl was killed for for a couple reasons. One, I watched Talking Dead, and he wasn't on it. (laughs) And they did not do a memoriam to him. And two, someone on the Talking Dead said something that I agree with. 
the person that shot him is not a big enough character to kill one of the three OGs. Yeah, that's no. a good thing. Correct. That would have to be oh. like a, um, a Negan or like a governor, like some big bad that would yeah. have to take him out. And it oh, so would have to be a hell of a lot more epic. Excellent, excellent point. That that little shit bum's not doing it. And I, I just have a quick question. Were you killing someone? I think it was just a phone yeah. error, but you guys hear that? The scream? I think SMV down is, is kill, killing Daryl over his house. He's like, it, it has to be a real villain like me at home killing Daryl. The, yeah. the, the phone. Yeah, he's definitely got somebody in the basement there. Did you, did you guys, everyone, yeah, people in the chat heard that news too. SM, SM has a demon. Now we know what SM stands for. Oh my gosh. So, he doesn't have a demon. I think he's got Daryl in the basement. Joe in the basement. Joe, Joe, Joe uh, having a little bit of a hippie cough it. So let's get, the phone lines are officially off right now as we get back into our recap. So let's yada yada through this because yada yada, people panic. Yeah, 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 we're on a plane. It's flight 462 and some really horrible dialogues coming to you. I'm sorry, I took your mommy's seat. Oh. Do, do, do you're do, gonna do. be with your mommy and daddy in heaven. Do, 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 do. this is the song. I... This is this horrible bullshit along and someone's gonna fucking yada 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 yeah. So that's what happened there. So then we get down. To, <laughs> then we get down to a car pulling down the. I think Joe, that was the best recap we've ever done, right there. <laughs> I think that was the best ever. I like it. Oh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, Craft Mama. Great to see you. Great to see everybody in the chat. Yeah, SM says that that person screaming was someone to, to teach you guys why not to fuck with me. <laughs> I, think <that's, laughs> I think that I think that's what SM said. I, I it scrolled past quickly. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys in the chat are fucking great. Kai said, work. Are you a savior?" <laughs> Kai says, "Joe, you are hilarious tonight in the so Almeida. This episode had some stupid decisions. Morgan's bullshit. Enid just being in it. <laughs> oh my." Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Enid, like what? This this weird fascination with Maggie's with Enid and Enid being all like, so like, when are we gonna get it on, Maggie? Is kind of weird. Whoa, wow. <laughs> I can't understand this thing. I can't like literally. They've had the same like conversation three times. Ethan Bru like, Bruiser, how awkward can we be around each other? Ethan, huge shout out to you. Sorry, Katie. What were you? Sorry, Kate. What? Oh. Wanted to say they're not doing a very good job really developing and establishing that relationship. Mm. Yep. It's kind of just, it's in limbo. Hannah, it's been just keep in, right. Hannah, good point. Uh, Dwight seems awful chipper for someone with a chewed up dick. Should still be in the fetal position. Absolutely. Uh, Rocking David says, people raved about that miniseries. I felt, oh, about Fear the Walking Dead. Lots of potential, but underwhelming. Uh, we've got a lot of really great shit going on in the chat right now. Terry Chance, I don't normally stay up late, but I'm so filled with angry adrenaline. I, I might have to get up early in the morning, but she, she's staying with so us. With you. I love to have you so long, Terry Chance. Brown Sugar says, they should do some co character building on Enid. Lois says, I don't know what the fuck's going it's, on in yeah, that plane. they're going to keep her around, that yeah. kind of makes me think they're going to kill her. Because yeah. they, do, they do nothing with God, her. I hope so. Red Shirter. Red Shirter. Um, I hope mm -hmm. I hope she she's the one that gets Negan. Uh, random th random Grove Street Thug says, Dwight drives a pedo van in the show. <laughs> oh, gosh. I do. And Adafan says, I do fear that show. Daniel, welcome, Daniel. We got a lot of really new names going on in the chat right now. I'm noticing a lot of new names. I'd like to welcome everyone. A pool here that doesn't mean Negan's going to kill it. Trevor, Trevor Cox, welcome. Imagine Phil, Joe, Katie, and Trev Jam and Make a Path uh, all participating in a post episode recap and review. That would be awesome. I would love to do a review with any. I've said this before. I would do a. Uh, a a a video with every any person on YouTube that makes videos too. I would love to do a video with. 
So, uh, free candy, free candy for Dwight. Enid sucks and not in a good way, says The Walking David. Kara could become the alpha. Uh, we making, making, being Negan the term. <laughs> Maybe after next week we are. Welcome to the chat for everybody and all of our friends. So, <laughs> let's get back into the recap as we see the car pulling down the road with the poles in it. And it's Carol running down, doing her best Jeffrey Lebowski, rolling down the road. I'm going to at my back door. As she's, as she's rolling past another car that machine guns or tires which is super smart as she spins out and I, I wish they do this more in tv and movies when uh, whenever someone's shooting after a car in a television or movies they very rarely shoot at the tires so it's good yeah, to see someone actually so. do it it would be great uh phil the bat production said he would do a collab oh awesome if anybody talks to anybody that uh knows that they would love to do collabs with me you can always email me at i got issues man at gmail.com i said it before and i'll say it again i would love to collab with every single person on youtube if i could so if you would like to collab with me and you're watching this please send me an email and hopefully we can do something and uh figure something out so so for any of those other channels I, that people suggest so uh, so blah 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 enough of that shit okay so uh so let's continue. Phil, uh, what are what about going live for the finale when the episode on? You mean next week? What about doing a live stream during the Ooh, episode? Uh, I, you can see the looks on Joe and Katie's Katie's face. I'm I need not... to be able to watch it. When we did that Vikings live stream, I didn't get to watch it. It makes it tough. So if we if we could watch it ourselves alone and then watch it again and critique as it goes so probably cool. not for that but there will definitely be some times where we do things like that up again coming in the future and maybe we can do a little bit of fi figuring out some sort of early streaming something while we're watching or mm -hmm. videotape our reactions to watching it or something but I, I don't think that maybe but i won't promise anything about that i don't think i don't think joe and kate are, are super pumped about doing that it's tough it's difficult i do like doing that but i, I do like stuff. to be able to watch yeah there's so, like that's one of the parts of the show there's so many little things and and just little points that you can miss maybe so we easily. can jump maybe we can make sure we are in the live chat so we can be in the chat with you guys mm -hmm. and we can do like an mm -hmm. early chat and uh we can jump in and i usually always have the chat open i just refrain from trying to put my thoughts in the chat with everybody else's so i can save them for the show <laughs> show uh so, up so they can explode during right. the show so here we go uh no live re reactions to the good shows yeah the, the walking dead vikings game of thrones uh that uh save the reaction videos for horrible things like grease live or something like that okay so, <laughs> so, so then we get the car pulling down the road and and it's Carol, and uh, she gets shot out, and she spins out, and before she gets out of the car, they're watching her, expecting her to come out shooting or something like that. But she grabs a cross, and she starts playing victim Carol mode as we get into victim Carol. Let's play a little victim Carol right now. Carol? Carol, take over. Why does everyone always assume the worst? How about you? Because come you just out. shot my fucking tires out, asshole. Car full of men, a woman alone in the fucking street. What the hell? Someone, a couple people in the chat are saying the for, I should open a Discord because the live chat and the YouTube thing doesn't work. Remind me about that afterwards. Mention something about that in the uh, in the Google Plus group so I'll remember to look into that because that'd be awesome if we can get a full time full time chat that works because I I noticed that as well. It erases messages. So here we go. Just have the car. She just has the car, Joe. 
And the knife. For the dead ones, nothing else? Nothing else, Joe. No. She's got woman You bits. got information. You got information. Like where you're from, oh, where you're going. Oh, she's got that, too. Oh, come on. It's a lonely world. Let's get to know each other. <laughs> there we go. Woman bits. Your uh, turn. You're saying they're claiming her, Joe? Nobody, really. I think that's part of part of what they're going to do. Oh, my gosh. Nancy from Montclair. Nancy from Montclair. Well, Nancy from Montclair. But I've bounced around what a lot since then. I, I keep moving. I'm not really from anywhere. I'm not really going anywhere. <sighs> well, at least we agree on one thing, Nancy from Montclair. What's that? You're not going anywhere. Ooh. Claims. But you do seem like you're from somewhere. After Montclair, right? Yeah, everywhere, Miles. asshole. What's that place called? The gated one. 12.75 clicks down. Alexandria. Yeah. Uh -oh. Alexandria. You know, they got some cars out front, spikes through them. Just like the one you're driving. I stole it. So she's about A eight woman. miles away, something like that. Is that right? I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not ten, sure. Ten, ten clicks is six miles, roughly. That yeah, I'm, you're that's speaking that's speaking Greek to me. You might as well say ten a click is a kilometer. Click is a kilometer. A five k is three point two miles. So ten k is what six point four. Twelve k is just over that. But you know where this you know where this goes, Joe. This eventually goes to no weapons, no protection, no clue. You have no clue. You really shouldn't be out here alone. You know, we were just on our way She's to like, your I'm place. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We give you a ride back. Please don't Maybe. do it. Please don't They'll do it. They'll let us in if you're with us. Please don't make me do this. Oh, no. I don't want to do this. So so ultimately this leads in. Sorry, I got distracted with re-listening to this. Well, she doesn't have to do it. She doesn't. But if she can't do it, she doesn't have to do it. Oh wow! So ultimately, she someone says all these goons have the same personality. <laughs> well, someone says a click's a bit different, but and uh, ultimately she ends up going <laughs> crazy with a Gatling gun or whatever kind of gun she had in, in her sleeve. In yeah, her she sleeve. got like an Uzi in there or something. And she just kills them real easy, and uh, and and then she ends up impaling one with a spear, like with a spear, and uh, and uh, it's just it's just a puddle. The puddle of blood gets full. She, uh, she, uh, one of them comes around to stab her, one of the ones that's alive, and she comes around with a gun and just shoots him in the face. I, per I personally really love that scene. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun seeing Carol kick some Carol. ass. I could watch Carol kicking ass on loop, and I, and I'd never get bored of it. So, and, I and yeah, and this was this time I didn't feel like she was pretending like I did last week or whenever it was when she was all puffy puffy in the in the kill room floor. This time I felt like she was really having a bit of an anxiety attack because she was about to kill them all and didn't want to. Right, right. She, she didn't, she, don't, don't, don't. She was having a Bruce Banner moment. Don't, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Guys, seriously though, don't make me angry. You, you don't want to do that. And she, she kind of warned them and eventually the Hulk came out and destroyed these people. So then we get to a scene and I guess, uh, I mean, and this, and this is well. This is where I'm. I'm saying to myself, this should be the moment where Carol realizes that alone, 
or with this group, she's going to have to do this. I, I don't think she doesn't know that. I think she is very aware of that. <laughs> so, that so, is what plays into why she left. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with you on this one, Katie. So what I'm not with though is this next scene that we get and everything with Maggie and Enid tonight. I didn't need that shit. I I I, I, I have enough. I have you know my life's okay. Everything's all right in my life. But you know yeah. what I don't need but in my life like is is you I don't, don't like this. I just personal mm, reactions. Film? I don't I don't because I don't care about these characters and I don't feel like it added yeah. to the overall story of the episode personally. So Maggie and yeah. Enid just. Matt. And we've seen it three times, four times. Yeah. And I don't even, it's not about seeing it four, three, three or four times. I just don't feel like it ne was needed in the episode personally. So we get Maggie and Enid on, she tells Enid some bullshit and she tells her some bullshit and, uh, and she tells her to eat some pickles. So then we go over to number to Rick and Morgan on the road and Morgan says, you know, Rick, you didn't have to come. And we get into what I think will probably be the most divisive part of the episode between uh, Joe and I in the sense of the section that I think was probably one of Joe's least favorite sections of the episode. That's probably one of my favorite aspects, the Rick and Morgan stuff in this episode. So let's get to Rick and Morgan. No, you, you just decided you that that was the part. Like, I find it just as we annoying as try. the Enid Maggie shit. Even if it's we've a long seen it three shot, times. Even okay. if it's dangerous. Tire tracks pointed east. We go east. Savior's compound that you and the group that you went to. That was west. This is east. Seems like she went east. That being said, I don't think there's much significance to having the episode called you East. You don't even know. Oh, she went East. And so how about how oh, about I, I say to. this too? Okay, so Rick, you don't take chances anymore. Who is this guy Morgan to you? He's the guy that whacked you over the head with a fucking shovel, then let you live. Okay, then you left town, and when you finally came back, he stabs you. He tries to fucking kill you, and you say, "Okay, I'm still gonna let you live." And then he finally meets up with you at your at your new town and your new location and he brings this wolf into the fucking place he didn't which bring the wolf everybody fuck well he no 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 but he, he just didn't kick wolf, he, keep, he kept the wolf gets, he didn't bring the wolf in he keeps the he can we keep it mommy so he keeps the wolf a wolf's not a pet the doctor fucking killed and so then here's rick out here in the fucking in the walking out in in through the fields with morgan and Morgan's like, I heard about what you, what Carol did, and you made her leave, and then she came back, and he says, yeah, well, now I would thank her because I don't take chances anymore. And they were getting people sick, and they were spreading disease, so she did the right thing by fucking killing them. And Morgan says, well, I did this awful thing. And Rick says, hmm, wait a second. You hit me with a shovel. You stabbed me. You took a wolf in. Now you're admitting to it, but I don't take chances anymore, but I'm still going to let you live and go after Carol, and I'm going to go back to town. Why didn't you just fucking shoot him? You don't take chances anymore, Rick. Hello? Yeah, but Rick also thinks of certain people about family, and I don't care. If, right, and, and, and what I'm and saying Morgan is, is, and Morgan Morgan is, Morgan is the family? Because Morgan's someone that connects him to his past. And Morgan was the first person to really put himself out there to save Rick, and Rick will never be able to stop forgiving him for that. I mean, never stop thanking him for that. There's a part that that's the first person that Rick talked to in this world, so he has a sense of affinity for him. I don't. I don't think there's any mis. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I'd feel that. I personally would I feel just, the same way too. Stabs him. Definitely taking a chance. I, I, but nothing, nothing I, 
people in, the, in this world is really black and white. Joe, and I feel bad that you're so cynical. Relative morality all over the place. But let's, and that's very human. But I'm just saying, like, the, there really wasn't too much interaction with them. They really never had this, like, super bonding moment. And not only they did, did he, have a did, super bond. That, what do you mean they no, didn't no, have a super no, bonding moment? Not only moment. did that shit happen, what do, what do you but mean? he leaves them with Ugh. a gun to kill his wife. And instead of doing that, he lets his dead wife eat his own child. Yeah, but you feel like they didn't have a super bonding moment? No, I feel like he hit him over the head. Rick convinced him not to kill him. I'm fine. I'm just going to go get my wife and my wife. Please don't kill me. And so Morgan lets him go. Then he comes back and Morgan tries to kill him again. We just completely look at that completely different. So I don't want to get caught up in that because I look at that completely. I look at that completely different than you do, Joe. I look at that completely different. I think that was a very big bonding moment between the two of them. And I'd feel embedded to that person for life. I would feel embedded to that person for life for saving me, and I don't care what ha- else happened. That would be big yeah. to me, and I feel like they bonded hardcore. And I and I feel that I understand how you feel. I just completely disagree. So then we get I, down I'm just, to I'm uh, just calling out the the history between them. That's the actual history between them, and we didn't. An like, no, it's it, an like, interpretation of the history, Joe. It's your interpretation. It's it's not. It's it can be looked at many different ways. That's what you're not. Again, you're not getting is you're saying no. This is the way it is. No, it's not the way it is. It's the way you so, see so, it. So he hits him with a shovel, then saves his life. Okay, you, you keep saying that. I understand that. Again, we look at this a little different, Joe. He saves his life okay, from Joe. himself. Are you trying to convince Phil, what are you, tra- what are you trying you to do, and, Joe? And then show what are you, you back up. Did I save your life or what? did I put your life in danger? Okay, anyways. So let's move on since Joe's not really listening. Uh, so uh, so Rick asks or Morgan, what do you believe in? I'm not... He go, That's not cool, dude. Ultimately, he goes, I don't... I'm not listening? That's not cool. You're not, though. Like, because you're, you're ultimately trying to make me, convince me of something I just don't agree with, so I'm just not going to play that game. So, so Rick ends up going with Morgan. I, I'm not right, and since they have absolutely no foundation of a relationship, Rick is just completely talking to a complete stranger he has no emotional connection with whatsoever. And Rick says, I don't like this one bit. So uh, let's jump in the chat. Anthony says, Joe again is scaring me. Everyone says, shut the fuck up, Joe. Yes, Phil. Mute Joe. Way to go. Uh, Right near the beach. You're on fire tonight, Phil. Who the fuck is Morgan? Who cares? The mother of dragons is coming. I can't wait for this. Uh Uh-oh. Joe and uh, Phil and Joe are Morgan and Rick now. Fight, 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 fight. St. Mary Timo. Uh, Yeah, Team Joe. That's not cool. Uh, Go Robo Buddy. Okay, I'm married and Rios. We got a lot of action going on in the chat right now. So, okay. So... The savior is still alive. He tells them all about that. And then Morgan and Rick are coming down the road and they see and they see a dead body in the car. And they ask, they approach the dude on the ground and they see what's going on as we move to our next. Where is she? I just kept the where is she because it reminded me of a Batman moment where he's like, where is she? Tell me where she is. Oh, my God. So let's uh, jump into the voicemails and take a couple of voicemails right now. So we've got our buddy SMB down. Let's check his mic. I don't like either. Hey, I was just wondering. I remember that time I asked you uh, how you actually, you know, quote like get quotes of the entire episode. Figured that, like playing these sound bites must be a lot easier for you because you don't actually have to like pause and rewind all the time. Is it? Um, good question. I still need to rewind to get the sound cue, but once I figure out a couple of the in in what habits about it, it is a lot easier. It does free me up, and I think it's actually better than me repeating what people say in lines and actually playing the line. So thank you. Let's play KLC's comment. This episode adds my theory that 
Carol is secretly a faceless woman. She literally said she was no one. Uh, fellow Mocha was. <laughs> very good call. Very good call. And yes, everybody, if anyone wants to call in, the phone lines are open right now. So, uh, so they sneak around. Rick stabs him in the head. They sneak around looking for Carol. And Morgan uh, says the saviors were... <laughs> Or uh, Morgan kills a walker, they see a spear with blood, and they kind of see the whole situation that all happened. Rick is proud of Carol in this moment, he says. I'm very proud of Carol. How's that? She took four of them down. That woman, she's a force of nature. She left because she can't anymore. That's what Aletta said. She could because she had to. Sometimes. See, again, this will be something I like and probably it's, you know, Joe, Joe may not like, but I dug this and I feel like this was new in the sense of Rick having to deal with these things that he just doesn't understand. To me, this was delicious and I was enjoying the fuck out of this. Well, how doesn't he understand this? He's a, he can't he's a understand what Morgan is saying here. He can't understand the concept of it. The concept of the fact that Carol can't be just a killing machine right now in dealing with these emotional things. Morgan's like, no, she can't do it anymore, dude. Don't you fucking get it? And Rick just doesn't get it. And I like I like the setup, the pigheadedness of Rick. Rick's got this blank look on his face like, what are you talking about? She, What do you mean she can't handle it anymore? She's a killing machine. She's the fucking Terminator. She spe he's speaking as the voice, at least to me, how I interpret the scene, is he's speaking for the voice of the audience in this moment. What What do you mean? Ca Carol, Carol, she can't yeah. be like that. What the, what are, Carol's a badass. What the fuck? And, and Morgan's like, God, don't you get it? She's fucking stressed out about all the shit she's had to do, Rick. Wake the yeah. fuck up, dude. Wake the fuck up and learn in this moment that not everyone can handle this bullshit. And Carol, you might think is Teflon here, but she can't handle it. it is, shit is bouncing off of her and or getting onto her and sinking into her. And she's yeah. actually feeling it. Not every emotion is bouncing off of her. Uh, that's how I yeah. saw the scene. I don't know what about you guys. And you guys probably saw it a little I, bit differently. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, this interaction, because someone is trying to explain what Carol is going through to people who are saying, what the fuck? She's so strong and then she breaks. Well, Rick is strong, but he broke a couple of times in the beginning. Hers is just coming much later. Yep. You can only be strong and carry the world on your shoulders for so long. This is being human. This is part of being alive. You can be the strongest person in the world and then break because of something that happened years ago and that you've had to be strong and not let hit you for so long. Let's jump in the chat for a second before we get to our caller. Joe F E F E says, Joe, stop it. Morgan lost his mind twice and came through. Rick knows what Morgan went through and really understands what he's talking about. Everyone got uh, got through their shit the best way they can. We've got double the Lola, double the fun going on. Lily, you're gonna get Joe going again. Right. No, no, no. Here, here, listen. Yeah, Morgan lost his shit when his wife died and he couldn't kill her, so he let his wife kill his son. Okay, then Morgan lost his shit again and stabbed Rick. Okay, and then Morgan lost his shit again and tried to kill the cheese man. Okay, and then Morgan lost his shit again and brought the wolf into the house. Okay, and now he's telling Rick about all this, but Rick, who's Mr. I'm not going to take any more chances and sick people who have the fucking flu, we should murder and burn alive, and I should have thanked Carol for that instead of sending her away, isn't going to stab fucking Morgan in the head right here? I that is what I don't understand. I do understand. I, 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 do, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Joe, but I, I'll, give me one second. We got a caller on the line. What's going on, caller? Well, 
one, I just, I, I, I just don't think Rick should have killed Morgan. <laughs> I, I don't know how else I can say it. Also, um, <laughs> I'm with, I'm with you, caller. I'm with I you, was, caller. I, I was just, I was just wondering. Uh, question to the crow. It actually has nothing to do about the episode. Is it uncomfortable for to be hiding behind the camera and like you know just like have to kneel down for like an hour or two? While you, uh, while you, no, uh, she's, do, she she can kneel down for an hour or two, or whatever. Because it, it doesn't, it can't be that comfortable. Good, good, good question. <laughs> oh, she, she's used to it. Oh my goodness, sunny day. Welcome. Oh, we've got a call. We've got a voicemail from our good friend David. Let's check out, <laughs> check out the co- voicemail. Hey Phil, hey Joe, hey Katie, bro. It's uh, the Walking David here. Uh, what I was gonna say was is that I think what you see a lot in this episode, and what we've seen a lot with Rick and Morgan, is that Rick is extremely pragmatic. So if your good qualities outweigh your bad ones, you're good in Rick's eyes. Because remember, he told Carol back in season five that, like, you know, while he's kind of reminiscing about the situation that they find themselves in, that he sent her away, and now that his group is having to join Carol. Good. And then he gives her a hug, and then Carol gives him his watch back, and there's a really sweet scene between them. So, yeah, I think he's just extremely pragmatic, almost to a fault. What do you guys think? Thanks. I, I yeah I agree with that I I can see where Joe's point is the the um he's not consistent in saying absolutely that I don't take chances he absolutely takes chances but on people that he sees as fundamentally good mm-hmm. and okay they've done bad stuff but it's not coming from evil it's coming from vulnerability it's not coming from malice it's coming from that breakage that can happen to a person in this world we've got right. a- so let's shoot the guy that's running oh, from me geez. so anyway i was just looking jo- for my horse okay. please don't hurt me okay bang, so, bang, so bang, we've bang, got a, we've got to jump bang. in the chat room here for a second uh cindy says rick knew nothing about what was happening no, morgan did not hit him morgan did not hit him with the shovel his son wow. did Morgan saved Rick by taking him in and telling him what was going on, including how to kill a walker. They completely bonded during that time. In season three, when he encountered Crazy Morgan, Rick was just getting back from Crazy Town himself. I want to repeat that again at the beginning in case you didn't hear it, Joe. Rick, no, I, I, Mor- heard I heard it. Morgan did not hit him with the kid. shovel. Okay. Let's jump in the chat. We got one more caller before we jump back in. Welcome, caller. Uh, sometimes people say stuff on the show that is not a direct a, a declaration of how they're going to be for the rest of the of the of the rest of the showtime. Like when Maggie and Glenn had that conversation about you'll never need a picture again. Maggie realized that later that was a um, a sentimental thing and that that's not realistic. Rick saying uh, that he doesn't thing. take chances anymore, like uh, whatsoever. He's taking a chance doing everything he's doing. He's taking a chance doing. Yeah. Trying to, um, trying to, uh... Good call, good call. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just going to jump to the other call, but that but good, good point. And welcome, KLC. What's up, buddy? Hey, so like I said, I do like this episode, but uh, so far throughout this podcast, I have understood where Joe has been coming from, except for with his latest point. I don't understand why he's saying that Rick should have killed Morgan. Yes, he's ah, made mistakes, See, everybody keeps saying that. I never said he yet. should have killed Morgan. I'm saying, according why doesn't he, statement. according to his absolute statement, and he's shooting at some guy that's fucking running away from him who was only looking for his horse fighting off zombies. Like, what? like he's he's very much as a matter of fact. No, we need to kill everybody who's we're not taking chances anymore. But this the, this guy who's admitting to have taken huge chances with the risk of population of the whole town and has done some pretty fucked up shit. Also, 
and that's what I, I'm just saying, yeah. like, hey, you know, well, like the statement was absolute, but it's actually more of a relative statement. Okay, uh, caller. I'm not saying he what, should what, kill Morgan. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I'm saying that there's what, one second. Caller. The one thing that Morgan did Morgan. that was good. If you look at Carol's situation, and uh, she's dealt with the governor's group. She dealt with terminus where they had to kill a bunch of people. And then, then it was a whoops. She's really getting psychologically beat down and she's just going to get tired. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, Absolutely. It, 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 it takes enough great caller. And uh, we are shutting. Yeah, and not shutting to mention our whole life under Ed. And well, it happens to people just going to work. You get burned out. It's shit you have to do. And it, you do it because you have to survive, but you can burn out and break from it. We, yep, we have the true. we have the drinking games it's going on in the chat where I'm playing as well. Every time they say Lola and a couple of other things, every time someone says something, oh, stop it! I'm gonna get really shit faced here, guys. Okay, so so ultimately after this and everybody, the phone lines are temporarily off right now. So we see uh, we see four of them. The woman is a force of nature. We we continue with this little speech, and they go off. More blood opposite these men that leads into the field. It's a trail. Could be Carol's. She could still be alive, but she's not here. Most of their guns are gone. She might have taken them. Those two. Or she could have died here. Even if she isn't here. The trail goes this way. Close to Alexandria. There's even more of them. We didn't end it. No. We started something. That's true. That's the most true thing out of Morgan's mouth ever. Hmm. What, you started something? Yeah, only they didn't start it. Negan yeah. started it by their motorcycle gang trying to steal all of Daryl's shit. Well, I, so I mean, that was I mean, the start of it. Yeah, who, who started? I think that's kind of a point that, I mean, you can say it started when the zombie apocalypse started. Whatever, whoever started it doesn't matter anymore. You're in it. So our next thing after that is we go off to the tracks of the zombies eating a yummy treat. And Rosita says, this is where Denise died. And they'll start from there. They find Daryl's bike kind of hiding in the woods like Marty McFly hiding the DeLorean. And uh, Rosita says, they say to Rosita, which way should we go? Which way do we go after Daryl? Which way did he go? We need to find Daryl. Come on. And this is where we get into Glenn doing his... Which I only, the only thing I wrote in my notes since I have this on, uh, on record, I just wrote, shut up, Glenn. Everything that you can be saying right now about Morgan, Glenn was pissing me off probably almost as much with some of his speeches in this moment. Where Glenn just goes. Just let him do this. Because he doesn't know what he's doing. We don't. But maybe you agree with Glenn maybe in this moment. Maybe this makes you feel better about it right now. Maybe they keep knowing more about us than we know about them. Or maybe like now, Daryl's gonna get himself killed. Like you guys right now. Right, like you guys right now. And this is where uh, this is where I'm gonna get on board with you. Where you guys shouldn't have gone out with just because one person makes a stupid decision doesn't mean a bunch of people have to go out and make and significantly all make stupid decisions. Like you can tell them what you think and what you think is best for them to do right now, but you have no control over what they actually do. And someone said this in the chat a second ago, and I'm gonna repeat it. 
haven't we already hasn't someone said giving big huge moral speeches on the track train tracks doesn't end well usually for people yeah, in this no, anywhere they, they take pauses and that's another thing these long like chit chats they have in these very dangerous situations where you don't where you shouldn't be talking at all like much less standing there hanging out okay here's here's the thing essentially you have to anytime you're out beyond those walls you have to look at it like you're in a, a, a combat situation almost things you prey. things you do to stay alive are you walk single file so that the enemy doesn't know your numbers right we all learned that from what star wars you uh you spread out you keep distance between you you have someone up front and point and you have someone walking basically backwards watching your ass well, like there's so like what don't you do when you're in the middle of the jungle fighting a fucking war stand there and argue with each other and and have these big conversations and not pay attention to your surroundings because mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. zombies have never walked up behind us while we were doing this certainly none of us have been taken hostage while we were mm. having fucking stupid conversations and certainly nobody's been shot in the fucking back of the head with an arrow through the eye <laughs> everyone everyone in the chats it's funny. apparently the only time it is safe to have a conversation is while you're actually surrounded by zombies yeah. and it's not a child doing the talking mm -hmm. absolutely people would say uh al says joe is correct here you have to uh like act like you're in enemy territory correct uh, at all times S uh sm says uh yeah but glenn saves uh that what he's done since season he saved rick or uh, saying true character staying true to glenn's character in this moment yeah he is staying true to Glenn's character in this moment. So uh, everyone says, <laughs> spoiler to what happened to Daryl at the end of this episode, he actually rolled under the dumpster. <laughs> and Daryl and Daryl staying true to what Daryl did in the past for Beth. He went off mm -hmm. and went after her. Yeah, I just want to say too, do we know absolutely that it was Daryl that was shot in the end? It could have been Rosita. Mm, good point. Well, he'll be Daryl, fine. Like grunt from Daryl or something. Yeah. Didn't he, will the voice say he'll be fine? You'll, I thought he said you'll be back. I think I think we, I have it at the end. I have the actual quote of it, so we'll uh, uh, so we'll be able to listen to it at the end. But I'm pretty sure he says. Oh, let's argue about it first. I say, well, I'm pretty I sure he says we'll be, be fine. I'm okay with Rosita getting shot. Hey, we I'm might as well out. argue about it. Uh, you know, it's it'll go for the theme of the evening. So we shut it's up. Passionate <laughs> night. Yes. Like, no, and that's the thing about the show. These shows that are so good, they evoke such passion. And isn't it so much better to talk about TV than some other things? And when because you, you get so passionate about entertainment and television, I I feel like I know what I'm talking about and can get passionate about it. Whereas other things are above me, and I don't feel like I can always mm. talk about when it comes to how to save the world. Where it's smarter people to make those decisions. <laughs> so uh, can't we all just get along? Yeah, and and if you find some of those smarter people, you tell me, and and then let them let them run the world. So so Daryl finds them, and this is kind of a funny scene in between in between uh, everybody as. As Daryl finds them in the woods, he almost Watch shoots the them. Hell out, asshole. Yeah, I did. You shouldn't have come. You shouldn't have left. When I split off from Sasha and Abraham, he was out there in the woods, and that burnout force of them girls put a gun to my head, tied me up. I even tried to help him. So you think it's your fault? Yeah, I know it is. I'm gonna go do what I should have done before. What, for her? 
Maybe Dwight shot him in the dick. She's gone, man. Splatter through his pants. People are having good points too. Mm -hmm. uh, Big balls. I, I think down. we. I think we need to think about more of the logistics of how Dwight was walking after that shit. And this for you. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't give a shit, Daryl. We need to get back there and figure this out from home. Our home. We need you. And everyone back there needs to Someone said in the chat a second ago, they always have these conversations on tracks in the middle of the woods and they're always so fucking loud about it. Like you're not at, this is where I'm gonna get like Joe, like you're not at fucking war with these, with people that have already proved that they're out to get you. Do you really think you solved the problem by killing that one guy? That you Let's have the argument in the same exact spot we did last time. Yeah, same time. This is where she died. Tw 20 feet away oh. in the woods. Yeah, no bad mojo here or anything. Right now. It's gonna go wrong out here. We'll square it. I will. I promise you. You that's not a promise Just you can make. Back. We could sure use uh, Daryl's still alive, no doubt about it, not until next week, that is. We could sure use Merle. I like that they're doing more stuff with Rosita's character. I mean, they're, they're, I, yes. under, I understand her a lot more uh, right mm -hmm. now than I've done, than I have in the past. And we've mentioned this the last couple of episodes. I like that she's going through something. I don't like what Abraham put her through, but it, she's mm -hmm. actually showing the signs of it and the signs of going through that and feeling like she's needing to find her place. And I just feel like I know her a lot more than I did at any point in time and yes. other than the series, which makes me think that she's dead next week or something. So. Yep. That she's an, she's an, yep, she's the way they're all behaving. Okay. They're all going to die next week. As far as I'm concerned, because as, or as far as you care, apparently. <laughs> and what, if, well, you're maybe like, maybe you're, that is it you're like dead I, no, I feel like i feel like the, they're just I, I i i just i i don't get it i don't get what the writer's problem is that's all i just i feel like i think you should write a spec script i think i think it's time I think it's time you've told me. I wouldn't even know how to start. Like, show these I have to fuckers. see things, and then I can tell you what's wrong with it. I'm all critic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got no actual talent. Those who can't do criticize, that's me. I'm a dick. That's Let's... all there is to it. I'm a talentless fuck who oh. likes to complain about shit on online. Oh, that's that... it. I'm, hey. I'm a walking dead troll at this point, I guess. <laughs> join, join, join the club, Joe. Walking David. Welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Um, sorry that I keep calling so much. Oh, no, no worries. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, th I thought it was Littlefinger calling me there for a second with your voice. Your voice is cracked. I was like, oh, shit, Littlefinger's oh. calling. <laughs> uh, no, no, you don't have to do it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I know. I won't do it right now. But uh, I was saying that I think Glenn is now officially kind of the Dale character. We always had talked about in the past that he was sort of the moral compass ever since Dale and Herschel have passed. Um, because... If you remember, Dale gives his rousing speech in like season two, where he says, if we do this, the people that we were and the world that we knew is dead. Mm. And I think that that's stuck in Glenn's craw. Like that's just how he feels about the world now. Like he's now become 
what those guys were before they died. Yeah, he's good. Good call, David. He's he's become the embodiment of all of that. So especially with how yeah, close I he's agree. been, with how close he was with Herschel, and then and then having you know having his daughter bringing his grandchild into the world or being a part of bringing his grandchild into the world and all of that. He's, he is embodying the Dale and the hurt in the Herschel and having been so close to both those people. Yeah, Very good absolutely. point. Great point. The walking David. So, okay. So Glenn and Michonne, I wasn't supposed, Glenn has a very much, uh, like I wasn't supposed to be here, a Dante thing going on through this part. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. I'm supposed to be home. <laughs> oh, but. Yeah, you did this before too. Like I was supposed to be delivering pizzas, God damn it! Yep, yep. What the fuck? I'm not supposed to be fighting zombies and yep. people. What the fuck? Yeah. And Daryl, if you go off half cocked, oh. you're gonna get yourself killed, and something bad's gonna happen. Uh, now I have to go off half cocked after you. And of course, nothing bad is going to happen to me when I do so. It's like Daryl just jumped off a bridge. So I'm going to jump off after him because I'll catch him and stop him from dying. What? Welcome back to the show, buddy. How's it going? I was just thinking, um, I don't think The Walking Dead wants another baby walking around with him. So I think today's episode... Is going to be the start of Maggie's baby is dead next week or or by the next season or something. She, so I don't have to deal with another baby in the group. Good call, buddy. And I think I, I tend to agree with you. That's where they're going in the sense of you don't hear that high pitched screeching sound and some woman curled over in pain on television if the pregnancy is not going if bad. The baby. Right, exactly. The, that, that shit's dead. Yeah, it's like when you hear someone... It's like in any movie, television show, ever you hear a character cough, they have lung cancer. It's just... It's just yeah, you hear someone go... <laughs> in a movie, they're dying. Oh, no, but you know, and you know there's going to be a blood stain on There's going to be a blood stain on one of the rags. It's happening. When you see someone like that grab their stomach like that and curl over, there's some problems a-brewing. And they especially they play that, they play that high pitch... Sound when she did it too. Oh, she's fucked. And, and especially if they ask for a cigarette before or after the cough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know it's trouble. Like, like the Roseanne character a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she just got some agita, yeah. some gas pains. Yeah, that's, that's what it all. That's what it all. Gas and anxiety. That's always what it is. So. Uh, we forgot to mention there before we separate, Glenn, uh, Rosita leaves with Daryl and drops off the shit buddy and Glenn and Michonne head, head back. And this is where Glenn does his whole, I'm not supposed to be here today. Now uh, they get into this whole, we're lucky. We're, no, we're lucky that we all found each other. I feel like, I feel like what would we be in this world? It was the hilltop saviors, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. He goes into a whole big speech. It's, it's eventually, it eventually is in here somewhere. Where is it? Ow, oh, no, I'm losing. I'm lo See, this is where it gets confusing. I'm losing. I lost my place in my notes. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Where the fuck are we? So ultimately, they hear a whistle here. And it's Dwight who, who even though with the sore, sore dick and all, can sneak up on doing them. the Hunger Games whistle? Sort of. It was the beginning of uh, <laughs> District 7 needed, or District 9 needed to. Uh, 
<laughs> that is the, uh, that is, uh, someone says, uh, Tommy True said, Dwight put his finger on the slide of the Browning hit power and used his middle finger to pull the trigger. And no one said, hey, dumbass, you can't hold a gun like that. That passed, uh, passed me off for no one caught that in the uh, post excuse. My rant, guys. Oh, it's just one of those horrible, like he's holding the gun sideways or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it was ridiculous. Luke's I, I caught that too. That's how they do it on TV. Yeah. I like how in some shows they, they, people call other characters out on it, like in The Sopranos, when, uh, what one of the characters goes uh, goes why are you holding your gun like that don't do that you know they yell at one character let's jump in the chat <laughs> it makes it more dramatic. and they show don't they show that dude he's like firing later he misses with every shot yep yeah yeah absolutely it's 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 i i mean i've never fired a gun before but i assume that's it's it makes it almost impossible to actually hit a target aiming well, like that. well you know when you just start emptying a 15 round clip for to something 10 feet away yeah, you're not paying attention you know, to your right hopefully something's gonna hit now now i i gotta get i gotta get i gotta get through this uh and i know this has nothing to do with the walking dead but i saw it in the commercial in the commercial so i have to mention it did you guys see the commercial for a movie coming out called keanu starring the method <laughs> katie did i didn't oh, i missed it starring the method man about a hitman cat well what the fuck was going on there katie and Keel. Well, oh, it was a Key and Peele movie. Okay, I, I did. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, and they're in. They're like they seemed to be interacting with a bunch of people, like Method Man. Now, like, now, what are the pod odds that that Keanu Reeves pops his head in this movie? Like, how can he? How can they knock at Keanu I for Keanu? So. Well, yeah. I, I think they can get him. I think Keanu's got a history of comedy movies, right? Yeah. From way back yeah. and way back in the day. Phil and Ted. And then you got, you got, he's all into these martial arts movies, like super martial art movies. And he's mm -hmm. very much into uh, his martial arts as well. And he's gone overseas and made a bunch of these movies. And, and you know Method Man wants to make those movies, loves that, that kind of shit. Yeah. So I think it's something he could have easily talked Keanu into. Yeah. And the name of the movie, if people are curious of what we're talking about, the name of the movie is actually Keanu. That's why I'm talking about Keanu Reeves because right. it's it's spelled, I believe, like Keanu's name. Who the fuck name. else is named Keanu? Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's actually spelled like his name. Okay, so enough of that. Why am I talking about that? Because it was from a whale or a dog somewhere. Because it was one of the commercials in between the Walking Dead. You guys might not have got that commercial. I got that commercial. It made it. It made me think about it. Uh, races. Did you guys see the trailer for Sausage Party? That shit was hilarious. Yeah, that shit was pretty fucking funny. Keanu and the gangster pet. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, guys. So, okay, so we come back in from our commercial break and we see nothing but grass. I mean, not the kind of grass that I, you know, that I know about, but, but grass grass. Like, the hills are alive with the sound of music grass. And it, this was probably one of the best, again, th things I really liked in this episode. This was one of the most cinematic shots The Walking Dead's ever done, where they do this back panned out angle and they show you the whole, whole scene. And then you see the two characters walking into the back of the shot. It was a very movie type shot. Excuse me, not so much. I couldn't even tell what I was looking at. I couldn't tell if, like, what was in the middle of the grass there, if it was a crowd was of people that they were walking up to. It was because it was a very, again, it was a very cinematic shot that usually yeah. you'll see in a movie. You won't necessarily always see in television because it's such a small screen and that, and where you see, whereas, you know, for obvious reasons. But it, but what I thought it was a really awesome shot for TV, good production value. But I see what you're saying, Joe. It was kind of tough to see what was going on at first. You're like, what are they focusing in on here? And you eventually see Morgan and Rick kind of walking through it. And this is where we get uh one of the the main conversation that we were talking about earlier that was uh putting us oh, at odds. Here. Here she's my family i've talked to people back there i found out about what happened to the prison how you sent her away 
Kill two of your people, right? Burn their bodies. What if that had happened today? Would you kill her? If it happened today, I'd thank her. Bullshit. Or I would have killed her myself. She was right to do it. Bullshit. They were sick, spreading a disease. They weren't gonna make it. Bullshit. Yeah, but this was back then. And you didn't kill her. You sent her away, Rick. Yeah. She came Rick back. Rick would go kill Glenn and Maggie and if she they came got back sick. And she saved all y'all. Yeah. Have a good night, sunny day. Happy bunny day. People can come back, Rick. So, so ultimately, Joe, just so I want to make sure I get your point clear here, you're saying that Rick's a fucking hypocrite, that with everything that Rick is preaching, when he hears someone like Morgan say shit like this, if he truly believes what he's saying, then he needs to do something about this. And if he's Correct. not if he's, doing this, gonna, and, and if he's not doing it, he's talking out of his ass. Correct. Because if he, he, so if uh, he would, he would, he would do it. If it happened now, he would kill them if Carol didn't, and he would thank Carol for doing it. So if Maggie and and uh, and Carl got sick with the flu or some shit, and then someone else got sick, so we need to kill them. We need to kill them. Carol, go ahead and kill Carl. Go ahead and kill Maggie. If you don't do it, I'm going to do it. And when you do do it, I'm going to thank you for it. I call bullshit. And if he is that person, if he is that person who says he would do it to any of those people in the fucking village, then he should kill Morgan right now, is what I'm saying, for putting them all at risk by bringing that Joe, wolf in. do you know what he really means? Change their life. He really means I'll ki that I'd kill anybody that were red shirts that we don't really care about their characters. Any main characters, I will kill. Again, it's, it's main character. I mean, this is where it's the frustration of what you're saying because because I can see exactly what your point is, is as always like your points make rational sense but ultimately Morgan is a main character the only point I disagree with you that you've made tonight legitimately disagree is is the fact that I feel like Morgan and Rick did make a bond in that first episode and I I mean I can I see your perspective on it but to me Rick is a hypocrite when it comes to anyone he considers in his family and that is in all those people in the prison at that point we're red shirts, so that's why he's saying that now. It's it's uh, revisionist history. Mm -hmm. But but I I definitely see what you're saying, and 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 I and I agree that to a certain extent, I don't think Rick should kill him here, but I think Rick does act hypocritical in the sense of the the whole do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. That and he, go at points when Morgan has presented himself as a threat in the moment he still hasn't killed him and i think that's where the hypocrisy lies in what you're saying oh uh, yeah because at this very moment morgan is not a threat to them i don't think well he is if he's like i'm gonna bring psychopaths and try to rehabilitate oh. them in my stone prison in the middle of town he said he was saying he did that he's not saying he's going to but he did build another. Pr in in fairness to Joe's point, he did build another prison yeah. cell. So he, he seems but to be intending on. No. Yeah, now he's not hiding anymore. Now he's bringing it up I, in the open. Joe, I got a question. I, I'm just thinking out here. You know, so when they when they first started trying to track Carol, or what they decided was Carol because of blood on the ground, and not that it was a sixth or seventh member of this slaughtered crew. Um, and then they start walking across this huge fucking open. field. And right behind them comes out this guy in the woods and starts to cross this huge. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. This yeah. guy's a a, a a a tracker also, or 
he can see them walking across the field and he's following, I don't know, and they never look behind them to see what's behind them to see if anybody's like, and now Rick is off walking back straight into this guy. He's like not only that field, but another field, the field that we get this wide angle shot from after that first field, like again, it's hard to, to, in all honesty, it's hard to conceptualize what the layout of the land is exactly, but it's a fair point, but we do see Rick get back home at the end. So we obviously didn't bump into that guy or that guy fall, hid and followed Rick all the way back home. And, and because of that, Rick, well, they already know where Alexandria is 12, 12.75 clicks clicks down the road down that way. So uh, let's jump in the chat for a second. Cindy says, here's the problem with Morgan's logic. Wolfie wouldn't have needed to save Denise if his group didn't knock down the wall, if he didn't get the hostage. If Morgan would have killed him in the woods, the circle doesn't exist, asshole. Correct. And Joe, Lola wants to point out, Joe, that's not bad writing. It's bad directing. <laughs> it's, it was bad directing, too. And uh, in, in, Joe's just giving an unfairness smile, smile on that one. And I can't, I can't, I can't disagree. <laughs> you can't differ. And Joe's like, I can't differentiate. It's uh, either way. It's sometimes it's hard. <laughs> sometimes it's hard. And except for, for Dwight, it's never going to be hard again for Dwight. So here we go after let's continue in here. So this, let's continue with the two of them talking. <clears throat> what? No. There's some music. <laughs> Well, they eventually keep talking. Well, they keep following them in as as Morgan clears up the one new rotter as they see, and they and we get the the perspective of someone watching them as we see some more recent dead bodies, and we see a walker, and we see some guy that's just looking for his horse. This one's fresh, only a couple hours dead. Yeah, a couple what hours. A day. And a slit throat. Yeah, throw a slit. Yep. And then we see some guy in the distance kind of uh, fighting some zombies and uh, Morgan almost gets bit but Rick kills him. Rick uh, Rick says the guy that runs away well he might be from Hilltop, he might be a savior he might have actually Rick, been Rick looking for a tries to shoot the guy yep. and Morgan stops him. And Morgan like butts him and then they start fighting zombies and then Rick still saves his life. Yep. Well, yeah. I think, I think Rick um, Morgan didn't see it but Rick recognized the guy was carrying weaponry that would have come from the uh, hill people. Yes, the spears. Which was why he went to shoot it. Come out. Drop your weapon. I think. No, he could have just been right, one Katie. of the hill people out for a horse ride. No. Looking for a friend. Have you seen her? Have you seen her? They're coming. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Andy Dufresne came to Shawshank 42 years ago. So, and and all of this ends up leading into them having another big conversation where finally he tells Rick about the whole wolf situation. Yeah, here we go. The one of the hilltops, like the one on the road. Maybe he's one of them. Maybe he's looking for Carol, too. Maybe the man is just looking for a horse. Maybe he is from Hilltop. Maybe he's from somewhere else. I don't take chances anymore. I, th I have a feeling that might... So, Joe, you think that's bullshit? 
you think Rick does take chances. He, he talks well, a big he, game, yeah. but he takes he chances. He does take chances. And, uh, like, how doesn't he take chances? He's saying, he, he's made the declaration, we, we have to bring people back to town now, right? And what's their big, like, three questions? Who have you killed? How have you, how many have you killed? And like, really? And he like human lie detector tests their three answers and then takes them in that uh, like anybody you take in is taking a chance, period. You don't know anybody. You don't. After he had already been pickpocketed by Jesus. Yeah. The Jesus stuff was ridiculous. The Jesus stuff to me, that was, that was worse. And then they took Jesus in. They don't take chances. Uh, Daryl's like, tie him up in a fucking tree, drown him, kill him. Rick's like, no, leave him alive. And what does Jesus do? He like climbs back up on the truck. <laughs> you know, like, and, and yeah, like, just like, uh, he does take chances, like, inaccurate. all over the fucking place. It's, it's a wicked inaccurate statement. So here's it's where Morgan good. tells Rick about what happened. Like after they attacked, I found one of them. He'd attacked me on the road before when I was trying to find you, and I stopped him. But I let him live. You didn't stop him. And then he was there in Alexandria after the attack, hiding in one of the brownstones, so I stopped him again. I knocked him out, and I could have killed him. But all life is precious. All life is not precious. Mm. Put him in the cell of the brownstone basement. Here is because I knew he could change. We all can change. You had no. Muslim life in the community. Oh yeah. <laughs> and when the walls came down on the walkers broke in, Carol found out. We fought, and that man escaped. And Denise. So what do you think Rick's legitimate reaction should have been all to this? You fucking asshole. What the fuck did you do? I want to fucking kill you. Don't ever come back. You think he should have uh, done to him what he did to Carol before? Why don't you not come back, Morgan? I, I think it's best you stay the fuck away from my community. You think that would have been the most sensible response to, to what Morgan was saying here for him? To be like, listen, Morgan, I think we have completely different ideologies here. Why don't you get to get the fucking on here? I think everyone got a reset after that big uh, zombie kill yeah, fest. Mm -hmm. that when everyone ended up stepping up, including Morgan. No, good. I think everyone got a reset after that. Good point. I think so good too. point. Good point, Katie. And so it's kind of like you can you can confess what you did, and we'll forgive it. We might get angry for a few, like what the fuck, dude. But let's jump. Let's jump. Very good point. Let's jump in the voicemails for one second here. We've got a quick voicemail from uh, area code eight four seven. Joe's absolutely right. Rick should not have said, I don't take chances, and then not stabbed him in the head after. He clearly revealed, uh, revealed or, eh, he clearly showed himself to be a threat, that being Morgan, uh, by explaining to Rick, hey, this is what I'm doing to your group behind the scenes, so I can't be trusted. So, I mean, the writing just should have been better. If you can't contradict yourself like that and then not follow through. Good, good call. Let's play a call that we have. So that's, and that's, and that's, the, that's what went through my mind when I was watching this scene was, like and so much to the point where in the previous episode we had we had a couple of other peripheral characters carol and rosita 
talking about whether or not they should tell Rick because Rick would most likely kill Morgan or kick Morgan out for, for this action, for what Morgan did, for the danger he put the community in. So... Yes, Al, Red like, Sox fan. The phone lines are open. Sorry, Joe. Phone lines so are open. I just feel the same as as caller right there. Not necessarily feel like he should have killed him, but like yeah, you're not desiring if, that if, he did, but it's, it's true. Right. If his statement is true and he doesn't take chances anymore, and this is the hard ass Rick that we know and and are coming to get, then doesn't his statement warrant killing Morgan in that? in that case because mm -hmm. he doesn't take chances and he would do it to anybody else if they even just were sick and possibly spreading but disease at the same time that like i said that reset everyone got it's kind of from that point on perhaps he's saying i'm not taking any more chances mm. if from here you do something to demonstrate you're a threat i will take you out Mm, good, 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 good perspective on it, Katie. It could be like from this point on, you fuck up again, and no more chances here. I'm not taking any more yeah, chances. We all got you, that new start. You just got on the shit list, Morgan. Whatever. But we got, we got a caller. Let's take our caller. Welcome, buddy. And and for, well, oh, one, for, oh, one second. Sorry. No, what are you gonna say, Joe? We can wait one second. Well, I was gonna say, uh, in him taking that pot shot at the guy running away, Morgan was right to stop him because it would be better to track that guy wherever the fuck he's going and find out where oh. the where Negan's people are rather than shoot them and try to get information out of someone you've just shot. Because if you just shot me, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're not going to let me live. So have fun torturing me. And it's going to be just as much fun in my mind that I'm torturing you by not giving you any information. It's mental torture right back at you. Go fuck yourself. Have fun sticking your fingers in my wound and making more wounds and skinning me alive because I'm going to laugh my way to the grave at your fucking inane ability to get the information you want. Welcome to the show, SM. What's going on, buddy? What's up, dude? Uh, dude, anything you do in this world is taking a chance. Yep. You say that, like, letting people in is taking a chance. Not letting people in is taking a chance. Jesus is a perfect example. Their relationship started out bad, but what did Jesus do when they went to um go after the tax savers? I believe he saved Glenn's life when he shot one of those people yeah. or whatever. So technically, not letting people in is taking a chance. Everything you do in this world is not taking, is taking a chance. Good, great you can't point. have that statement because anything and everything in this world at a zombie apocalypse that you do, even going to take a shit. Exactly, exactly. Good point. You can't have a good conversation point, in the middle of the woods. It's taking a chance. You can't, like, take no chances. Do everything you can to take no chances, but, like. You have no real control here. I, like I, you, very good point. And and everything you do, and 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 just by going out after Carol is taking a chance. Not only is it taking a chance on your life, but it's taking a chance that you're going to orphan your son. It's taking a chance that you're leaving the town too unprotected. Mm -hmm. It's taking the chance on so many different things that you're going to get followed and tracked by other people. That they're going to get even better, you know, count of your numbers. Like this is so much. Yeah. Like they keep fucking doing. <laughs> and uh, just just to let everybody know, the phone lines will probably be on, but will be on right now until the end of the show because like, we're sort of have, getting You have zero reconnaissance about the saviors. We can go kill them. You don't even know if there's five of them, ten of them, a thousand of them. You don't know how big they spread, how many states they go across, how organized they are. You see that they have walkie-talkies, which means they can be in communication with many, many, many different groups of this fucking thing. Like, you have, we'll take care of them. We'll go kill this Negan we've never seen, heard of, know where he is, or any of this shit. 
Let's play one. Let's play another voicemail uh, from so KLC. Honestly, I, my biggest gripe with this episode is after uh, Rick talked with uh, Morgan, he gave him his gun, but he didn't have any other weapons. He could have gotten no, he one he on the ground, the ground, literally on the ground in front of them. You could see it in the frame. There was that spear that the farmer dude had dropped. Why didn't Rick take that? That really pissed me off. Like, no, no, Joe, Joe, you said, you, Joe, ground. you're saying he, you, he actually took the gun. No, Rick, when when Rick was back, I when they were it. back at the cars at the car wreck that Carol had in the massacre. Rick picked a gun up off the ground underneath the car, took out the clip, checked it for bullets, put the clip back in. That's the gun he gave him. Rick carries a Magnum. Rick carries a 44, big, huge, silver fucking gun in his side holster. So he still had a weapon. This was an extra weapon he picked ah, up off okay, the ground. Okay, fair, fair enough. Good good point, Joe, and, yeah, and great yeah. question, caller. Rick still had his own gun, says Albert Sox fan. No, a Walking Dead can never be like Fear the Walking Dead. The characters and the actors are so much better, so it could never be that bad. Peter, I didn't see the gun. I think the gun Rick gave Morgan is sufficient. He will figure out in some future plot point. Uh, and yes, if anybody else wants to call in that hasn't called in, I see a couple people may have tried. Uh, 781-990-8509. Love to hear you guys share your thoughts as we're wrapping up the end of our episode here as we come back to uh alexandria town alexandria town with abraham greeting rick <laughs> alexandriaville and abraham i and fucking love abraham my, he's my he's my my hands down favorite character on the show is abraham michael cudlitz bravo you afraid to go back to it Somebody Hell close. yeah! Are you afraid? Do you think it's gonna fall? <laughs> what? The Roman Empire? <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> yeah. 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 We're both afraid. So they both connect, and I thought this was probably, I wrote at the end of this scene that this was actually my favorite scene in the entire entire episode, the Abraham and Rick scene. We don't get to see them directly have one-on-one -on -one yeah. scenes a lot, of, a lot with each other, and getting mm -hmm. to see them interact, seeing Abraham's off-putting, humorous nature of his one-liners with Rick's stoic, what his sort of, Dealing with all the bullshit, the way Rick's been dealing with bullshit, yeah, was very straight to the point. Very straight man, funny guy. Yeah, very straight man, funny guy stuff that was going on here. Very. So I liked it. Please read Corey's bottom comment. I agree, Corey. Oh, you can read it too. Uh, Morgan is too steadfast in his beliefs and ideologies, while Rick seemingly changes to suit the circumstances. Them arguing is like me trying to teach my dog Spanish. It's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog oh, would probably learn Spanish, Spanish better than me. Oh my goodness! As always, great, co great comment right. with you. Can Corey. also train dogs that uh, they're you know, not going to speak it though. Television actually means water, so every time you say it. it doesn't matter what I'm saying, Joe. It matters the tone. You can go fuck yourself, yes. and you can sit <laughs> very you, well, Phil. good. Phil. And and why don't you and everybody, Phil? Why don't you just? Aren't you such a good, cute little fuckface? Oh, you piece of shit, lovely little fucking douchebag. Are you so cute? Oh, good puppy. Oh my goodness. Okay, so then we get to this. Oh, 
And then we get back to probably we go from my favorite scene of the episode and we get to uh, and I can't wait to hear your to hear your rant next week, Tara Chan. It's going to be fun if you and me are going to go on the same rant next week as your as your your spiritual (sighs) connection to Joe this week for his hatred. It's going to be mine. I'm so scared that you that I'm going to get to that. It seems to be in in agreement with me a lot. So if and you two obviously know something I don't. So if Tara is fucking. I'll get worried. into it at now, the end I'm of the really episode here. Worried. I'll get into it at the at the end here. Is we're, let's just finish this shit off. So we get Abraham and Rick doing their whole interaction about being afraid. Me too. Me too. I'm afraid too. But now. What are you ready to do? I think I'm that much more ready to tear the world a brand new asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the look Rick gives him when he dude, says, "Dude, yeah, that. No, I was just about to say that, Joe. You echo yeah. echo my yeah, sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any second now. That's that's ex- that's my exact point. It's that was almost character. That was almost Andrew Lincoln breaking character for a second and being like, "Oh my god, you're so fucking funny, dude." <laughs> just that, just that the look he gave. It was almost, oh shit, dude, you just made me break character. Fuck you. Yep. And that they kept it in because because it worked with worked. It works. Because yeah. it works. Because Rick would have that kind of reaction to Abraham too. Yeah. Yeah. Second yeah, it was a really good people. Uh, Terry Chan is Joe's new shit buddy. People want to know what's up with the porn music tonight, Phil. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> the chorus in the background. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, yeah, I decided. <laughs> There's just so much shut the fucking up going on for me. <laughs> I, I do talk a lot. So, okay, so Abraham, are you afraid? No, I'm afraid. Okay, then we get to you seriously the most useless bullshit, and I want to find Enid and hunt her down and destroy her for from turning Maggie's beautiful, beautiful. Hey, I feel like I'm going to quote the Sopranos here when he's talking about Jack, I like Jackie Senior. Fuck you, Joe. Joe. She pulls it off, but it's not in the trash. Joe. It's from a comic book. It's her hair in a comic book. Not not all short girls with short haircut. Okay, short hair on girls are not all erection killers. No, I agree with you. I'm 100. I'm Joe. I'm 100. And I thought Maggie looked good with it. Oh, fair, fair enough. Let's agree to let's look. I don't think she looked bad. I'm just I'm a fan of long hair, and I think she looks better with long hair personally. But that's I prefer long hair also. SM, what's going on, buddy? Drink. I'm for her long hair also, but apparently it's a detriment in, the, in an apocalypse. I'm, yep. I'm yeah, any fringe laying off you. Apocalyptic thing I've Ooh. ever seen. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised you didn't do it earlier, a little, um, for, for, to tell you the truth. Yeah, what's <laughs> like? Seriously, it still looks hot, man. Get over it. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Thank you, baby. There's two scenarios that my hair comes off in absolutes. If I ever have to go to prison, my hair comes off. The zombie apocalypse or regular apocalypse. Kind of apocalypse. My hair comes off. Mm. Now I know there are some good reasons to have it, but there's too many bad reasons for it to be on my head than for than good. So <laughs> it would come off in, in so, those situations. So in other words, everybody, wait, wait. Should, in other words, we can say this easily to Phil. Just one thing. Okay, I'll shut up. Yes, okay. She looks fine. I'll be shutting up soon. She looks fine. I just feel like, uh, again. Uh, That is a bat with uh, 
the wire wrapped around. I see it now. Oh, you see yeah. it? Yeah. Like razor or barbed wire. People, people want to know if we'd shave our heads in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I probably would in that sense. I wouldn't be. I, uh, I wouldn't be fully shaved. I'd have some hair, but my hair would. I would not have long hair in the zombie apocalypse, because a zombie can grab it while you're trying to flee. You know, you ever get face masked while you play football, Phil? Mm -hmm. Same shit when you get your hair pulled. I face masked more people than I was face masked, but I hear what you're saying. Right. You know, and, and a zombie that gets your hair and then 200 pounds of them falls to the ground. You're going to the ground with them or your hair is coming out. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. But Michonne, and then, Michonne should cut that hair off with a knife. And then human people grab fucking hair, too. Yep. So fuck that. I like pulling hair. I, I have I have fun with it. So I hear you. So but okay, so we get Enid and Maggie. She's she needs her to cut my hair. Cut my hair. Okay. Do you like it? No, it hurts. No, it's no, it uh it's it's not too short, it's perfect. And then we get our Maggie killing over. We kind of already talked about the scene. Maggie's stomach hurts. We hear a very high-pitched sound. She's in pain, screaming. As we immediately cut over to Glenn and Michonne captured from Maggie being being struggling in pain over to uh, Michonne, Cur uh, Michonne and Glenn captured. It was a interesting, or I, I personally liked the transition. I thought it was done well, and it was go a good going from back and forth to both people's emotions in that moment. And I am jumping into the text, and we got a text that says, Phil actually did love the episode sorry to disagree with you joe i love you i love hearing you guys yell back and forth at each other thank you so much for a fun evening guys thank you so much for a fun evening listening to us no i pre i appreciate that comment it means a lot we have a lot of fun uh, I love it when you tear each other it's it's some <laughs> it's some it's some of my favorite things i've ever done in my life so so as we go we cut over to glenn and michonne being captured we see it from their perspective as we see daryl and rosita coming and this was very tv tropey very thick tv tropey mm. Shh, don't come here it's a trap Shh. Like, I know, right? Did they did like the only thing that didn't happen that could have happened is they come over and they ungag them just to tell them it's a trap, and then everyone comes up behind you like the Jabba yeah. thing. It was the Jabba. It was the Empire's uh, Return of the Jedi thing, where ha ha, or the, the uh, or the Spaceballs fool you, ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just left them out there. Oh, oh my gosh. Pe people say oh. people say your braids are better, but Millie Vanilli had better braids. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tara Chan! I gotta say again, to, a big thank you to Tara Chan for sticking with us tonight. I know Tara Chan has to get up early in the morning for school. She us she usually goes to bed a little bit earlier, but the the hate and the rage has carried her through all night mm -hmm. with us tonight. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate it's powerful. It is. It's it's palpable, Katie. You can I can taste that. It's like pulp in my mouth. So so okay so then Hello. then we get well, then we get uh Daryl being re <laughs> being reintroduced to White to Dwight who seems to be uh doing better than I would do if I had yeah. uh, a mullet bite my cock off. Uh -huh. So let's listen to this last scene. A mullet bite your cock. Uh, uh a redneck woman burn your face. <laughs> Are you sure he was? I I don't know if he was in the film. Joe, uh, Joe, I have not. Again, this is that. this is one of those things that all I can say without getting into two spoilers. I think Katie's more on the right track here between the two of you. Uh, between between that. Way too little. I yeah. I'm just saying. I wonder, and I'm thinking that maybe somebody mm. might have done it to him out of punishment. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just speculating. Mm. I'm speculating that uh, to renew his zeal for working for him. Yes. Well, you know, one yes. guy lost fingers. 
yes, yes. Stole, yes. Right? Remember our pictures that we've seen in the past of some shit. So I don't know. I, I'm just getting a feeling. So let's listen to this last mm-hmm. scene here. And also a part of these last scenes will also be scenes from next week. So let's get into this at the end of our episode. Hi, Daryl. Hi there. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Hi, Daryl. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get you. Oh, shit! What? You'll be all right. You'll be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What was that again? I got, I'm sorry. Hi, Daryl. I'm gonna do that one more time. Sorry. Be prepared for the gunshot. I'll shut up. I'm pretty sure it's Hill. He'll be okay. You'll be all you'll. right. Oh, oh, wait, wait. So it is It is actually you'll be all right. So he theoretically could not be talking. He might not be talking to Daryl. He could be talking to numerous people. But I still think he's talking to Daryl and he gave Daryl. Yeah. He gave Daryl a, to. in the best Monty Python voice, he gave him a flesh wound. I think it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> he winged it's him. It's just a flesh wound. It's just a flesh it's wound. A- <laughs> so It's a scratch. So let's Come listen. back here, I'll bite you. So that's the end of our episode, but let's listen to scenes from next week. Microsoft Surface presents scenes from the season finale of The Walking Dead. We can make a deal right here, right now. Sorry, we don't negotiate. Ah! Some of this doesn't matter because it's like... I'm Negan. What? Did someone just say, I'm Negan? What the fuck? And then we see some guy with a leather jacket and what seemed to be a baseball bat covered in barbed wire with his back turned to the audience. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our scenes from next week. It is on some and crazy. Some tight-ass fucking pants on, too. Some tight-ass pants and shit. So it seems like we are actually going to get Negan. So before we finish off here, if anyone obviously has any calls that they want to come in, the phone lines will be wide open. We've got, we'll jump in the chat. Oh, <laughs> just on that, we've... Uh, no waiting. We've got two calls. Let's take KLC. Oh, no. Let's take SM. KS, KLC went to voicemail. Welcome, buddy. Hey, what's up? You just alerted me to something that it doesn't make me, um, like, pissed off or whatever, like Joe and Katie are about this episode, but it just alerted me to something not quite that believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting your, your, like, getting bit in the dick that hard i don't think you would recover as fast yeah as like that as that dude has is this like weeks yeah. later or is this like a next day or something i'm just to answer that answer that question i'm guessing it's probably weeks later klc if you uh i saw that you called call right back in klc if instead well, of that's a message. stone cold fucking trail daryl's trying to follow if it's weeks later i would say at most a day or two hmm. Hmm. Okay, let's think. Let's think. Okay, so yeah, I think it's about. I think you're right, Joe, on the timetable because I think Carol left the day after they were burying. They were burying um, Denise. So yeah, I think yeah. this is the next day, but they do play yeah. with time in The Walking Dead and weeks go by here and there. And they were showing us all that stuff last week with the repetition of times and the little mm-hmm. boxes, sections where we're seeing everyone go through the mission. So it could symbolize that at the end of everything, another couple of weeks, this is, could be a couple of weeks after what happened to Denise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, hard, it's honestly, that's hard to pinpoint. Uh, yeah. The only thing I'm sure about is that the beginning half of the season happened over <clears> one day. I don't know if this is their scheme to be skipping time a little bit. KLC, welcome, buddy. What's going on? 
Hey, so um, without getting into spoilers, I'm going to just say that the, the white burn, that is a comic thing. But honestly, I'm kind of disappointed within the TV show. The makeup looks really lame to me in real life because I actually know someone who got burned in the face by an iron due to him just being mm-hmm. dumb. But his scar looks, like, really cool. Like, yeah, but just the whites, it looks like some silly putty or something on his face. It's KLC, really I, like, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't lie. I, I'm going to have to – well, on some general discussion show, we're going to have to get you to tell the iron story about your friend because I want to know how he was stupid and hit himself in the face with an iron. That's – that's yeah, wow. we're, yeah. we're slipping past yeah. the major point, but but I agree with you. I, I don't think it looks great. Especially off a pregnant oh, and, uh, woman. One other question, mm. real quick. Yep. Oh, when did you say that Daredevil podcast is happening? I'm really excited for that. Oh, awesome. We will. Pro- yeah. uh, Joe and I have to talk about it, but Daredevil will either be tomorrow night or or tomorrow or Wednesday at some point. We got to figure out the right. What is there? No better call Saul tomorrow night. I mean, Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday, probably Tuesday in either the afternoon or the, or the evening around 10 o'clock. We will get back. As soon as I know about that, I will post that. But Daredevil will be happening this week. Woo-hoo. Welcome, SM. What's going on, buddy? I just want to respond to the last caller. In TV shows, you're never <laughs> as burned or as scarred as you should be because of Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> makeup reasons and, your, and camera facial reasons. And, and basically, you're just... That's just going to be something you have to live with. Even in a show like Walking Dead, you're never going to, like, if you're burned, you're never going to be, like, you know, horribly disfigured or something like you would be if if they wrote it in a book because of a whole lot of reasons. Basically, it's I, you know, it doesn't look good on camera. And a, and a lot of people don't want to really look at that for the entire time. It would probably make turn some people off. So... That's, you gotta live with stuff like that. Good, good point, as always, my friend. So let's jump in the chat. People say they're drunk already. Yeah, finished Daredevil, ready for the recaps, guys. I might be super undercomfortable with the actors, but I like in the comics for his eyelids are gone. Oh, we're talking about uh, talking about some Daredevil stuff going on in the chat right now. We have everyone in the chat. We got to thank. Let's bring the chat back up onto the screen one more time before we call thank it a guys. night here. Because we, we cannot say thanks enough to all the people in the lovely chat that share us and share their thoughts every week about the walking dead and about whatever okay. shows we are talk excuse me we're talking about here so before we go since next week is the season finale i think we should probably do some predictions of if we think we're going to see any big deaths or what we're going to think is going to happen so i i would like simply just because i know exactly what i'm going to say i i like i'd like you guys to go first so joe and katie do you have any predictions you can say you don't have any predictions if you don't but do you guys have any predictions of what you think might happen in next week's episode ah uh. I don't know. Do you That's think tough. do you think we're gonna lose a main character next week? I guess is a better question. I think we're gonna lose a semi main character, not one of the core group. I think they're gonna keep the core group, but maybe like a Rosita. Okay, we got a Ro- we got a Rosita from Katie. Or or even uh, I don't know. Okay. Katie, 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 Katie did get a name out. Katie, Katie did get a name out. She said Rosita. Well, because they're just they're just making it connect with her finally. Okay. So. Now, jo- now, Joe, do you have any uh, predictions or speculation for next week? That's so tough. Um, I think they're all gonna die. You think they're Ooh, all gonna die now? Now, now, I think they're. I think even though it's been renewed for another season, I think that's all just part of the ruse. Everyone's gonna die, but Carl and Judith, 
and then the next season is going to be all Carl and Judith. Okay, we, we've got a bunch of people in the chat. Some people say Maggie, some people say Aaron, some people say, I hope Abraham dies. Carol, Morgan, Daryl, all dead. Two deaths and one main oh. and one sub in the chat. All the people in the chat have their own predictions. Okay, here is my prediction, and it comes from somewhat speculation that I've heard, somewhat speculation that I haven't heard. I do think we are going to lose a B-level main character at some point. Someone like a Rosita, someone like an Aaron, unfortunately. I think one of those kind of characters is probably gone in the episode at some point. As well, I hope it's... One, I hope at, it's at uh, one. I think it, it, it could be more. I hope it's the one that went away with what's her name, with Tara. With, with, with uh, oh, uh, Heath. And yep. uh, let's take SM's call. What's going on, SM? Or the Tara. Episode, the season where we're watching Carl and Judith um, walking around everywhere because everyone else has died and, and that's the whole show is a really shitty, shitty day. <laughs> anything you ever talked about on Fear of the Walking Dead. I don't even watch that show. It's a dark, it's a dark, dark time. It's the darkest timeline. You know, it's like, it's like when they TV have, has lost all hope at that point. The Flash goes to a dark, dark timeline there. So ultimately, guys, <laughs> let's get into what my prediction are here that that besides the minor character death, the speculation that I've heard, and I kind of unfortunately think the show is going to do this, that big thing that everyone is wondering about of who's going to get the blank, who that's going to happen to, I do not think that's going to be answered next week. I think it's I going either. to be left on a cliffhanger. We are going to end on seeing the bat swing, and it's with it possibly being one of a few different characters. We're not going to see who it is, and they're going to leave it off on a fucking cliffhanger until the next season of who actually dies of our main, main characters. I think it's going to be between two or three, like, who, well, who is my, who? That's going to wicked piss me off. Who is uh, Eric Cartman's father? Who could it be? <gasps> Daryl, Glenn, Maggie, or could it be Rick Grimes? You vote. I think could it's going it to be Maggie. I think it's going to be one of those kind of things. I think it's going to give us huge blue balls, and I'm going to come out here and be pissed off. The screen's just gonna go black, Phil, when they walk into the diner. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's gonna be no, it's gonna go bat swing, end done. That's what's gonna happen. Bat swing, cut to black. That's good. That's what's gonna happen. And the hearing screams. That's it. One of them better be wearing a members-only jacket. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so everybody, that is unfortunately how I think the season's gonna end, and I think it's gonna be to quote the double toasted guys in formallyspill.com. I think it's gonna be some all bullshit is what it's gonna be. I think they're gonna bullshit this shit, bully fuck crap. I think everyone's excited to see them take a huge risk. I think they're going to make us all hold our balls and wait, and I'm going to be pissed off. It's going to piss me off if they do that. I need closure. I want closure. Learn from your mistakes. Show us what happens. Ultimately, I think about this is because what's been said in the interviews is we know what the comics do. We want to keep the same feel while still shocking the audience and giving them a surprise and giving you something like you've never had with the experience, unlike the comic books. So to me, I read that as we're going to fuck you in your ass and we're not going to reach around and give you a pleasure, Paul, of telling you who the fuck gets killed. We're, you're going to know someone and, gets and, killed. And what are they going to say? If they say we're going to take something directly from the comic, then everybody knows who's dead and what's and what's the point. Welcome, and, Mark. Sorry, sorry, Joe. Welcome, Mark. Keep sorry, Joe. And if you, if you, if so, your only choice is to say like, 
we're going to keep it fresh enough. We're going to give, we're going to, we're going to give you the same experience. Something's going to happen, but we're not going to let you know who, because if, or, or if we told you that it was going to be directly from the book, you would know who. So we're going to have all these weird things happen in the, in the episode beforehand, or even in the final episode to just to build up, to do what Phil said. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I'm going to be so pissed off. I think you're probably right about that. That's going to, it's gonna piss me off, Joe. I'm gonna be you next week, and you're gonna be like Phil. But it was a, like you're gonna be like Phil. It was a good jump. episode. I'm gonna be like Joe. It doesn't fucking matter if it's a good episode. That's fucking bullshit. They fucking cut it out. You don't tell me. They go a whole season leading up to this fucking bullshit and all this shit that I'm trying to explain to you that it all makes sense if they finally do something at the end of the season and do it all. All my whole point that I argued with you this whole episode is gonna be null and void if they fuck me there, Joe. So Phil, I th- I feel like my snowball is rolling downhill. And it's gaining such speed and size and momentum that when it hits that ramp at the bottom of the hill, it's going right over the shark, baby. Yeah. Going right over that fucking shark. <laughs> I feel like that's how this season has felt like it's going downhill over the last few episodes. See, I did see that's where I that's where our fundamental disagreement here is. I feel like this has been the best season of The Walking Dead yet. And they have it a chance. It had been. I to me it is. It still is. But if they don't stick this landing and they fuck both ends of both seasons, like what they did with Glenn in the first half and what they're going to do here, if they double fuck me and don't give me any closure and any come point, <coughs> then that's majorly fucked. Because I can say what I want about a lot of shows that book for the insta- book for the binge watch on a later date. And by doing something like that, you're playing for the binge watch. You're not playing for the people that watch week to week that need yeah. closure at the end of a season. And I think that's fucking weak sauce to do that to people that are invested watching then, a show yeah, week to week. At this point, right, that's like late 80s, early 90s drama tactics, and that's bullshit. But even in that, yeah, who shot JR's father? Well, exactly. Who is, Eb, who is, or who shot JR? Who is Eric Cartman's father? It's that bullshit. And then yeah. what was horrible about shows, excuse me, in the 80s and the 90s that did that, or in the 70s too, is sometimes those shows would never come back. They'd be canceled, yep. and then you'd never oh, get God, answers. Yeah. Like, like in my, uh, yeah, I'm gonna mention it. Yeah, in My So-Called Life is a show that ended on a cliffhanger, yes. and they never actually give you closure yes. to what happens to that situation. Does Jordan and her get along? Does she get together with a neighbor boy? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Brian Catalano, whatever his name is. But, Jordan but Catalano. Jordan Catalano, and then Brian was the name of the neighbor kid. I forget. His all right, name. all right, all right. Okay, all right. sorry, enough of that. Thank you, Joe. So, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that, that deserved a, uh, that deserved one of these. So let's take a few more comments before we call tonight. Enchantment of Eternity, my good friend Mark says, I think this season has spinned its wheels for too long because they wanted to wait for the finale to introduce this Negan. So they wasted a lot of time in filler bullshit like when they point. should have introduced him earlier. And uh, I, th- I think that is a good point, especially if they don't stick the landing with this. I will argue with you guys, respectively argue with these guys, use guys, if they stick this Who's ending going? and it feels right. But if they don't, I'm so with you guys. This whole season has just been one big jerk off if they don't actually give me the closure. Because then it's two seasons in a row without actually giving us something which is something, a major character death of our main group, showing the folly of these mistakes that they make can actually lead to losing someone so that Joe is right. And ultimately, this is where it comes down to. I think Joe's right in most of the things he says about our characters making idiot mistakes. But if this all pays off in a story point to show this is the consequence of your stupid mistakes and we get those consequences, then I feel like it was a complete story. And I feel like that actually went from point A to point B. But if they don't, and they just, again, 
jerk me off without finishing me here. And like, I'm sorry for the graphic nature of my discussion or points. Cast goes into it and just comes out like, you know, bloodied from head to toe, but everybody's alive and they've killed them all. Or whatever. If they just, again, give us no payoff, then I'm going to be, have no recourse but to say you know what joe last week when i argued with you i was wrong this is some all bullshit so so i'm i'm setting myself up for that ahead of time so so let's jump in the chat I mean, but, but then again they've done that with us before like they did it with with beth like mm. they did it with uh, how did tyrese die tyrese died and tyrese died because he was an idiot and looking at pictures oh, right. and he was, you know, pictures. looking at the yeah. pictures looking like the pictures. they've they've done this they've they've showed us that these stupid fucking Blah, 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 blah. So maybe they'll surprise us. That's the hope, Joe. That's a hope, yep. Joe. That's a hope, Joe. So like, I, 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 like, I feel like it's going downhill, Phil, but, you know, the, it doesn't have to end in that shark jump. It doesn't have to end like that. I, I'm, I'm still saying this is one of the best shows on TV in spite of my current feeling in the directionality of the last couple episodes. I just I just feel like they, they've they never been great at sticking the landing and they need to stick the landing right here. KLC, what's, what's going on, buddy? All right, two things to say. So recently I read issue 100, which is what the finale is supposedly going to be based on. And I, with Phil, I don't think that they'll be able to stick the landing. First, I think the bar is too high with the comic. And second off, I, I just don't think that they can pull it off with the way that they set it up with this previous episode. I really want it to be great, but I'm just suggesting that everyone kind of set your expectations low or else, I mean, I, you'll be really pissed off. But I, I think, regardless, next week's going to be fun. We can all come here and uh, complain. But uh, <laughs> is, um, I love you, Kate. I, I know it's going to be fun a, for me. Uh, I know you guys said you weren't going to, but uh, since there's a few weeks break between The Walking Dead and, and Game of Thrones, can you guys do like a premiere uh, recap review for Fear uh, and then, like, maybe uh, do the finale? We, the, I will, I'll, we'll split that. We won't do the finale, but we will do a season recap of it at some point because I think both of us are going to watch it. So we will talk about the episode. We're just not going to talk about it live. <laughs> Tell her that. Yeah. What, what did Kate, uh, good call, buddy. What, what, what did Katie say? Oh, oh no. she goes. She goes. I'm not watching it. But I, I will say this: that we, there, we, we will be saying something about it because Stephanie, Stephanie likes the show, so she's gonna be watching it anyway. So I'm gonna have to watch it. So it, I will at some point talk. I can't not. Talk and me, about I'll it. probably watch it because, like I said, it's still Walking Dead universe, and I still want to hold out hope that it can. It's because the first season was such a big, disgusting letdown. Doesn't mean the second season will be. Yeah. I guess even though I hate all the fucking characters, I think they're all. I don't know, dude. Now, everyone, I guess it's that time of the show. Time for Phil to shut the fuck up. It's time to call it out and call it an evening. So, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the show tonight. We really appreciate all of you guys joining us and talking about The Walking Dead and sharing your grievances. It's like it's Festivus here tonight. We're all, <laughs> we're all airing our grievances about this episode of The Walking Dead that I think some people liked a little bit more. And everybody, uh, before we call it a night, let's jump in. I think we got one last call for everybody to drink. Welcome, SM. What's going on, buddy? Last call tonight. What would be worse if they... If, like, you know, the thing you keep complaining about, like, they, they end on a cliffhanger, but the episode was, like, literally up to that point, 
the best episode you mm-hmm. ever watched. Okay. Or they, like, literally just tell you who it is, but it's the worst episode you've ever seen in your fucking life. What you would are, be worse to you? You always, you're like a bat, dude, you're like a Batman villain. You're giving me the sadistic choice here. Uh, so, oh, what, what would I like? I will say that I would rather it be the best episode ever and fuck the ending. I, w- I would love to eat, I would love to eat, no offense, Katie, and no offense, Joe, because I'm not making a move here. I'd love to eat some crow. Now I would love I love to come back and be like, yeah, they didn't do it, but this episode was one of the best episodes of The Walking Dead, so I don't give a fuck. I'll f- I would rather that than them sticking the ending and the rest of the episode shit. So so mm-hmm. uh, fair question. I would rather it just Very be. A, good. I would rather it be yeah. a good good episode. So if they don't stick the ending, it can't be the best episode of The Walking Dead. The yeah, best but it, episode of The Walking Dead has to be a complete. Has to be complete. Has to be complete from one from one from the opening to the end. It's it can't be like the first three quarters of the best episode ever, but the last fifteen minutes sucks because then that's not a whole episode. That's three quarters of this episode was great. So best episode ever has to be from the beginning to the end. The best episode ever. That means sticking the fucking landing and the meat and potatoes. So for so for Joe, the best fucking episode has to be awesome all the way through. For me, I understand what you're saying in the sense that like an episode could still be good and not quite do it for me. Or not do I quite finish it, finish awesome at the end. But everyway, thank you so much for joining us for this week's Walking Dead recap. Thank you to Joe and Katie who are on fire tonight sharing their thoughts about the episode. It's always fun when we agree, but it's also fun when we disagree so we get to get way into our intense feelings about these episodes and, and really expel how we feel. And we love you guys in the chat for egging us on and going with it. We love each other so much, so it's great to be able to argue and then come back from it all. But everyone, if you enjoyed all of this, please subscribe please hit the like button if you haven't already and please hit that subscribe button share this video with a friend we're very close to 5,000 subscribers let's all push for 5,000 I got a text message today Phil will you do a Q&A video when you hit 5,000 subscribers of course I'll do a fucking Q&A video when I hit 5,000 subscribers really appreciate that and we're very close so help the push share the video share the channel let's help get us to 5,000 here right now guys we're very close but everybody please subscribe to the podcast you can find it on Stitcher if you find the Feel the Issues Guy, Walking Dead, we're also on iTunes, or any of your podcatchers. I'd like to thank everybody in the motherfucking Issues chat for totally kicking some serious motherfucking ass tonight. Great fucking job, everybody. Thank you so much. And everybody, we will be back next week to talk about the 90-minute season finale of The Walking Dead. If you haven't already, too, Joe and I stream on a streaming game channel, Dirty Issues Gaming. Please check that out. And you can also check us out tomorrow evening, talking about a little Better Call Saul. We'll be back on probably Tuesday evening around 10 p.m. or Tuesday in the early evening. We're not sure yet, but probably around 10 to talk a little bit of Daredevil Season 2. So if you're caught up on that and you have any questions about Daredevil, you can email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com. Any questions you want us to deal with on Daredevil will be a little different than our normal thing. We're not going to recap everything that happens, just kind of share our thoughts on some of our favorite and least favorite moments of the season of Daredevil. But yes, always you can follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Follow jo- Joe at Dirty Locks. Follow Katie on Google Plus at Cat Katie Crow. And please, guys, also follow me on Google Plus. Add me to your circles, and I'll add you to the others group, and then eventually add you to one of the best places you can hang out: the Friends of Phil FOP Friends of Phil Google Plus group. We're also on Facebook and on Instagram and on all those other places if you're looking to find us. So we ain't too hard to find. 
Joe and Katie, have a good night. I will talk to you guys very soon. And uh, good night, everybody. Thank you to all of our callers, all of our new listeners. Yes. Oh, yes, we will do it. What the fuck? Negan killed Stannis? What? Just talk about the Punisher. That's all we need to talk about. We will be talking about Shane in a couple of days, folks. It's happening. It's on. No, Tommy Truth, you are great. All of you guys in the chat are great. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. And thank you for all the time you guys spend commenting away. So, yes, everybody, if you're watching this at a later time, please comment away as well. Share your thoughts in the comment section below. I'm going on longer than the music because I like to talk. And I'm never done. I'm never done. Never done. So, one more time. Goodbye, everybody.